The boys are back in town. Welcome back to Deadlock, episode number 49. We are back once again. I'm James. I'm here with Tony and Johnny, and we're going to be talking about wrestling today. Hi. Can you believe that? I love wrestling, and I also love doing this show. I hate wrestling, and I hate both of you, and I hate this show. Why am I even here? And I hate Mondays, and I like lasagna, and I'm a cat. And I'm an orange kitty cat. Thank you. Well, this week we're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite. No! Yeah, that was, yeah we're talking about can that we just when do, we get there. Can we do two retro shows? Yeah, we Here's might the, all right. have to. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you guys a lot of time. Here's the Dynamite review. Don't watch it. <laughs> Here's the <a> Dynamite review. Something's going to happen. <laughs> we're also going to be talking about a Raw episode from January 6, 2003. Did I get that date right Whoa. this time? You you actually did get it right. And you watched yeah, the right episode this time. I'm great. glad. I'm very happy. <laughs> all right. So before we get into all that stuff, uh, I want to give a quick update on some stuff that we had happen this past week. On Apple no. Podcasts, we hit the Ooh. Firebird Splash reviews. How crazy uh, is yeah. that? Shout out to H. 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 455-star reviews. So we're going to be doing a giveaway. Wait, there's more. We're going to be doing two giveaways. (gasps) One on Twitter and one on Instagram. Wow. Two Firebird Splash giveaways (laughs) on on all the platforms. So make sure you are following us on those platforms. On Twitter, it is DeadlockPW. And on Instagram, it's DeadlockWrestling. To know when that's going up. It'll probably go up sometime this week. Yeah, more than likely sometime, probably later in the week, but yeah, it should be this week. Yes. So check out Do both it. of those if you want to win something cool. We've had a lot of people win a lot of cool stuff so far. We've given away our complete range of stuff here from oh action God. figures to unsigned books to <laughs> <laughs> to a title belt. Championship <laughs> title belt. Yeah, we foam did a thumbs up too. We did a yeah, thumbs foam, up. Yeah, foam fingers. We've given a lot of stuff, and they're only getting crazier uh, as they go along, especially crazier because of our Patreon folk. The lovely people on our Patreon that help us uh, do all these crazy things that we do. Yep, at patreon.com forward slash deadlockpw. Let me give a big Ooh. thanks to uh, everyone that uh, either subbed this time around or edited their pledge. So oh. we had in the $1 tier, we had Declan Malloy, Daniel Ooh. Pitcher, oh. Garrett R., Craig Garrett. Palmer, and Ricky Hannon. In the $2.22 tier, we had Edward Pendleton. Pendleton. (laughs) (laughs) In the $5 tier, we had Sean Henderson, Gerardo Camacho, (laughs) Just Jacob Mann, Andrew Dunn, and Yabar Singletary. Single. In the $7.20 tier, we had Chase P. Stove. Chase, what are you doing? Peace Chase, what are you what are you doing in there, man? In the ten dollar tier, we had Austin Everhart. Austin, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. just <laughs> Jacob God. Man in the five dollar, and then in the ten dollar, we had just Jacob Games. Oh shit, oh. man, we're gonna have a match. Knock a moron, Max hey. the <laughs> fucking Mark Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Jacob Juhas, Matt Rosa. Snacks demand. Oh, snacks! The duh, 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 Dudley Death Drop. <laughs> you hit that pretty good. Thank you. We had Kid Chaos. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. The real Kid Chaos. The real one. Kid Chaos. We had He's Ace Conduce, Rob Dallas, Joseph Agrius, Frankie D, Frank- Date and Nader, Frankie. 
and Eric mm-hmm. Moulin. Eric. Eric, Eric. <laughs> yeah. and in the $10.85 tier, we had Mio Momino's AirPods. Shout out to those. Shout out Shout to AirPods, out yeah. to Mio Momino. AirPods, also, as our current champion, it's still JP Wheezy. $269.69. Round of applause. The on on uh, he no one can dethrone this man. He is just unstoppable, unbeatable. Who can stop the path of Wheezy? <laughs> it's the reign of terror. Day, day, day. <laughs> All right, so thank you guys for that. We appreciate it. If you guys missed, we did do a uh, something going to happen live on ECW One Night Stand Two Thousand Five this past week. We also have a new something going to happen coming up in the five dollar and ten dollar tier this upcoming week. So be sure to check out that guys didn't see it we also put one up for the ufo death match so there's a lot of patreon content up there if you guys want to become a patron or if you already are and you haven't looked at it yet be sure to check all that stuff out we are almost at 500 patrons so we are i feel like we're just on the cusp of like 13 or so 13 13 or so away from that so we are just about there do you think we could do it before we hit our one year anniversary that would be kind of a sweet little goal a couple weeks yep yeah Uh, three weeks from now three on Three. the Saturday Spectacular, we will have our <laughs> one-year anniversary. Wow, maybe, maybe, maybe if they're, they're dipping them hog, you know, the, the Deadlockites are out there. Oh, no. <laughs> one year, we're changing the name, Deadlockites. Yeah, no more hog dippers. They are the Deadlockites. <laughs> <laughs> and that is when we cancel the show. Yay! <laughs> Finally. I thought it'd never end. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Monday Night Raw for January 6th. 2003 we are in the tnn eric bischoff era yes he is the general manager of the show uh so much so that his face is plastered at the end of the intro video which is pretty tremendous it's in the very not not even like the actual show intro it's like the literal program intro it's actually (laughs) insane it's just like this little flash is just smiling eric bischoff we uh this episode did a 3.6 rating uh so i get you know not you know, it's gone down a lot since uh, Attitude Era and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, I was looking to see, like, okay, what else was going on around the time? NWA mm-hmm. TNA was still doing their weekly pay-per-views at this point, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Yes. Um, so I can say those results real quick if you're curious as to what else yes, was happening that please. week. Yes, okay. Go for it. NWA's pay-per-view number 27. Uh, January 8th, 2003, uh, which would have been a Wednesday. Um, David Young and Tony Mamaluke defeated Easy Money and Kid Cash in the opener. Shout Sick. out to Tony Mamaluke. Tony yeah, Mamaluke is my guy. That don't sound bad at all. David uh, Young, I forgot about that guy. Sonny Siaki with Desire defeated Jason Cross to retain the X Division Championship. That was probably good. Um, Jerry Lynn and Ron Killings defeated BG James and Don Harris via DQ. <laughs> I think this was Sports Entertainment Extreme era, probably. Probably. Okay. America's most wanted child to AMW. Stop with the AMW erasure, please. Please. Uh, defeated the Disciples of the New Church of Brian Lee and Slash with Belladonna and James Mitchell to win the NWA World Tag Team Championships. Shout out to Belladonna. That's for true. Shout out to Bella fucking Donna. <laughs> Shout out to Belladonna. <laughs> Everything. Oh my God. Kurt Hen- what the fuck? Kurt Hennig defeated David Flair in an axe handle on a pole match. Yes. What 100% Russo booking. Yeah. Let's go. And Jeff Jarrett in the main event defeated Sports Entertainment Extreme. Uh, oh, it's, uh, they defe- he, de- wow. he defeated he defeated Triple the X of 
Daniels, Elix Skipper, and Loki in a three-on-one handicap gauntlet match. Yes, sir. Uh, That's some good stuff right there. That's my God. loves the gauntlet match. The <laughs> gauntlet for the gold. It says nah. he beat Daniels in four minutes and 45 seconds. He beat Elix Skipper in 10.51, and then Loki beat him by DQ. So I don't know what He got the guitar there. out. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. He went, meow, meow. So that was what was going on in the world of... Anything else that was being aired on Isn't TV that wild? at the time? Like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Kurt Henning, and then he's just like accent on a pole. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fantastic. Like, <laughs> against <laughs> David Flair too, by the way. Like even better. Good stuff. And Kurt Henning, like I'm pretty sure he's not around for much longer after that. So definitely yeah. fucking waste. God damn. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett, you bastard. Well, in WWE, we are in the middle oh, of boy. Scott Steiner and Triple H's feud going into the Royal Rumble. Yes, <laughs> which is, uh, I don't know if anyone regards that as any good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why. Has... I love this. I, <laughs> this is, yes, <laughs> I remember this so much. I actually what, do, too. I actually remember I, a lot Well, I remember it. this, and I remember it, uh, what happens on this episode specifically because it's in Here Comes the Pain, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. but match-wise, I don't remember these two having any good things together. I think you're wrong. At the Royal Rumble, it was the belly, the bellies. <laughs> that match was like 20 minutes, wasn't it? Jesus yeah, and it was God. belly, the bellies. There was like at least 10 or 15. That was the real suplex city. That was good stuff. <laughs> I'm surprised Steiner didn't say that, honestly. Yeah, me too. I feel like Brock Lesnar owes Scott Steiner some royalties or something. That's crazy. I mean, that's a, that's a given. Shout out to Big Pop Pop Pop. Well, in the previous week, Scott Steiner beat Triple H in an arm wrestling contest. Multiple yes. times he destroyed yes. Triple H in this they arm did wrestling spot contest where they were doing the arm wrestling and he just slammed his arm like six times. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this probably is that it always seemed like both of these guys were in a shoot with each other. Always, I, I definitely don't think they liked each other. Like, yeah, I, oh, I know for a fact that oh, Scott Steiner does yeah. not like Triple H. <laughs> you so. Yeah, I specifically remember a Steiner story where they wanted to test him for the steroids, and he said, "Oh, well, they testing Triple H." Yeah, that, he, stopped, he loves telling that story. They stopped asking Scott Steiner to get tested. <laughs> That's an awesome story, and they, yeah. if you remember back in, it was probably what the early 2010s, where they were putting up images of Scott Steiner around the arena. Do not let Scott Steiner in. Yes, you, do you remember the Hall that? of Fame. Oh yeah. my god! I think was that around the whole. That was around Hall of Fame time, right? Yeah, because I think Scott like threatened Triple H or something at a point. <laughs> I want I like listen, man. It is what it is, but I would have enjoyed hearing about Triple H and Scott Steiner shoot fighting. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> okay. dude. Uh, All right, I don't care what anyone says. Scott Steiner will forever be the man. That's like I think I think Scott could have taken him. Oh, I know he could have taken him. You yeah, kidding me, he bro? Largest arms in he the world. He would have shoot reclinered him. <laughs> if you hear me. Hell Scott yeah. Steiner was definitely one of the more interesting guys on TV at this point. And I don't care how many times I see it. The second I see him grab a microphone, I like pay attention immediately. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. Dude, take the fall. Is this, this has to be one of the best. Like I, I remember, well, I don't remember this version of it because 
There were some people in it that I don't recall being in it. Like, Tommy Dreamer was in this video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. <laughs> there were some other ones. Like, I remember, obviously, the Here Comes the Pain one. But, uh, yeah, this I love this theme. I love this intro. Like, this shit rules. Tommy Spicoli Dreamer. <laughs> the, the innovator of, that, of, innovator of wrestling. That, dude, he was on uh, Heat before this. They do a dark match. Dreamer? Heat. Tommy Dreamer defeated Awesome Austin... Aaron, <laughs> no! Mr. Cyclone, Human Cyclone, Aguilera, Aaron Aguilera. Oh my Jesus. God! He was probably doing Jesus, right? Oh Wasn't my Jesus, coming he, at this yeah, time? probably. He, yeah, yeah, it was probably just about that. Wow, it's very interesting how things come together like that. Anyone on our Patreon is gonna be excited about that Human Cyclone pretty soon. The <laughs> <laughs> faces get a little crazy. Oh shit! <laughs> Get a little crazy. Do you remember when you guys remember Sunday Night? He was actually like a, an A show kind of. I just saw like Triple H fight Maven on there. I saw a clip of that the other Wait, day. Wait, on Heat? On Heat. That's Sunday Night Heat was used it? to be the thing that I watched before my parents refused to buy the pay per views. Did- <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to sign up. Yeah, For me, that enough. was Livewire or like uh, what was it? Livewire? That must have been. Did they just yeah. like move it to MTV or something? Because usually that's when they like loaded the shows is when they were on a new network or something. Like, all right, put the Undertaker on that. That might have been yeah. when they had Tough Enough and Heat on MTV. Maybe and they were yeah, running them back yeah. to back to back. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So is this your guys' favorite Monday Night Raw set? I th- I feel like if you were to ask me that, I feel like that would have been my answer. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm sentimental for the you know the attitude era looking one just because it's the first one that I know. You know, that's yeah. what I saw yeah. the, like when I was when I think of raw. That's like, what I think of. I think of the metal support beams just with the screen yeah. and like and Big that's Show what pulling I think it down. Big Show pull, yeah, Big <laughs> yeah. Show pulling it down. Shout out to Big Show. Yeah, like but like this is like right there with this it. This always looked really good in the video games. Like this always like yes. this set always. That's yeah. I always thought Both it looked better in the video games than it did in real life. Both of them did, like the Raw one and the you know Big SmackDown fist with the broken glass stage. That shit was all. They, these yeah. stages were both sick. Yeah, I think when it comes to Raw, I have a couple favorite ones. The SmackDown is like very strictly the oval screen for me. Like I, I do the like the fist. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the fist a lot, but it's if I had to choose, I could very easily tell you right away it's the oval screen for me. I wish the video games had let you do spots off the Ovaltron. Me too, oh. dude. I'm just happy it's in the game. Like yeah, for a while it was. That's true. So it's yeah, kind of cool it, to have it in there. It is. It is cool. That one, I I do remember that one. Like I said, like I'm sentimental for the attitude era ones, but I I do understand why. Like I love these two as well. Yeah. So we kicked the show off with the Dudley Boys. They don't even. They just come right out. They just play the. Pyro yeah, and I thought we were getting raw pyro, but Dudley Boys pyro. Yeah, it was Dudley pyro. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Okay, here comes those it's damn Dudleys. <laughs> That's like, dude, I used to love that so much. That's, I don't even know if that's my favorite version of their song, but I just remember that little intro cool, bit so much. Yeah, Ew. we're coming down. All right, so the Deli Boys come out, and apparently Eric Bischoff just fucking hates these guys. The Deli Boys yeah. suck. They've, they've been, they have been getting on Eric Bischoff's damn nerves, and Bischoff interrupts the Dudleys with Chief Morley. This is Val Venus in uh, Slacks. Yeah, it's... It's we're trying this Val Venus right to censor gimmick again. Yes. <laughs> That's what it is. He is the chief of staff, okay? He's yeah. completely different. Yeah, staff this. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to make some sort of penis reference here for chief of staff, but they never got no. to that. He was just literally they, uh, just the chief of staff. 
they show a recap of last week, which I wish we would have seen now that I know that this happened, of La Resistance taking on Jerry Lawler and good old JR. <laughs> boom, boom. JR helps win the match by hitting for one of them with the power of the punch. <laughs> that was actually <laughs> kind of crazy because the crowd like, oh, erupted when yeah, JR got the win. Nuts. That shit was awesome. Uh, the Dudleys interfered and helped them win, of course, but JR hit the power of the punch. That shit was awesome. I, I was surprised they let JR do the power of the punch because, like, I felt like they would have definitely he just let the Dudley boys. Somebody. Yeah, I thought they were just going to let the Dudley boys hit the 3D and then let them pin them. Yeah. Like, you know, drag them over on top of them. No, they let JR yeah. get the win oh, yeah, yeah. with the you know, power of the punch. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. They definitely didn't need to do that. Yeah, the Dudley boys <laughs> just going to, you know, beat them. Did they, like, hit JR with it at some point? Maybe that's what it had. Maybe something like that where JR was already Probably hit his home. Before. down on his birthday when it was <laughs> sooner night oh, it was his birthday he would have got destroyed <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure was. Yeah, sooner night is what had happened <laughs> the chief uh, of shaft that's what they should have <laughs> called him <laughs> Black, <you know. laughs> uh so yeah. it's uh so eric bischoff goes yeah. 2003 is going to go down as the year of eric bischoff uh and when I think of 2003, I was like, man, so they don't call him the WWE Universe yet. So we are in the, yeah. the epitome of you people promos. <laughs> I mean, every heel on the show was like, and it's because of you people. Yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I mean, I do, I, I think I would rather hear you people than hear like uh, a dude that's supposed to be like a really bad dude go, yeah, and I don't like any of you in the WWE universe. I, I st- honestly do. Like, even, uh, they've been saying in the universe for what, 10, 12 years now? Yeah. It sounds just as lame as it fucking did when they started saying it, man. It's I mean, so, it's even like, bad here when they say superstars. So they started saying superstars here. Um, I think yeah. it was more so when they clicked over to WWE. Um, right. And just hearing them go. Yeah, I'm gonna beat this superstar's ass. Just like, man, what? They they did a lot of. Uh, there was um. We'll we'll get to it later. But there's a Jericho Sean promo later where they like hit like every advertisement line, and you can tell Vince like it's like, all right, you gotta say the Royal Rumble, and you gotta say the date, and you gotta say <laughs> this. Like they say Royal Rumble like six times in a fucking minute. Like it's like, oh, we get it, what the Royal Rumble is. <laughs> yeah, well, something's coming up. We don't know what it is, yeah. but something's coming. <laughs> so Eric Bischoff. Uh, makes this match, by the way, this upcoming match they're about to have with the Dully Boys, he says yes. it's going to be a no-DQ handicap match. Nice. And it's the Dully Boys versus three-minute warning. Was it's- this a dubbed three-minute warning theme, or did, was this the theme that they first used? All I heard was the loudest hair dryer of all time. I heard no music. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me it, think it was dubbed. It's got to be a dub. I think the original one had lyrics, and that was like... It did. They didn't want to buy the rights for the network. Which is bullshit, because the three-minute warning theme goes crazy as fuck. I think this is the Rico I remember the most, is just, you know, with the sure, yeah, he, cheetah well, pants. It's the, and It's that or when he was with Billy and Chuck. That's what I think of him the most. Yeah. yeah oh, no, I mean, I remember were... this look. Rico kind of looked the same when he was with oh, Billy and Chuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the same look. Yeah, it's the same. It's the cheetah pants, right? Like, yeah, cheetah yeah. pants with the sideburns, and that's what I remember. Yeah, the sideburns were awesome. <laughs> they went kind of crazy. Yeah, um, but So he goes, it's not only against three-minute warning, but it's also against this man. Batista, da-da, da-da, da-da. this song, uh, this is the not, this is 
pre-saliva, pre-walk for miles theme song. I love this theme. Yeah, this is a good, I agree. This still is a good in, theme. Still in evolution. Uh, Ric Flair is by his side. So really, it's it's Flair and Batista. I don't know why they just said Batista. I guess they just <laughs> wanted to get him over. Because Flair definitely randomly gets involved a few times in this match. Oh, absolutely. It's no DQ, so why the fuck not? But yeah, this Batista's looking huge here, dude. God, he, and he's got the little uh, soul patch thing, too. Like, it's in yeah. real form. <laughs> yeah. He just looks good. It was awesome. He so does. Batista doesn't, I mean, he kind of just lets them have their match at first. He's just kind of sitting on the apron. Right. And then he comes into the ring after Rico gets 3D'd. And I have, oh my God, I, I just can't imagine how much this hurt. Devon oh, <laughs> ran into oh. Batista. Batista grabbed him up for one of the <laughs> nastiest standing spine busters I ever it's, seen in my life. He like plant. I don't know if, who's. I mean, I guess I, it was probably Batista's fault, but he plants him so like it's almost on his side that he puts him on. Like it's it was fucking. real nasty. It, it, yeah. it was almost like Devon like owed Batista money or something because like that was, just... was. He did. It was from the donation box. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> There you go. So uh, <laughs> the Dudley boys spend this match getting their ass whipped. They just um, whooped the. F- they beat the shit out of them this whole time. Like, it's Dudley's getting like a three D on Rico. That's the only offense I feel like they got this whole match. Yeah, they got do the three D, and I love that the crowd yeah. was screaming for this too. Three D, dude. I love that, dude. I feel like we just did. We talk about this on the. It might have spit on something going to happen live, but three D's got to be like the best tag finisher ever, right? Yeah, we we all agree it's the greatest. I, it's either yeah, that, we were, like uh, the doomsday is what it was we said. that doomsday or the doomsday. Or but like, 3D. I feel like the three D. I don't know if there's if three D's ever looked bad. No, and I and I, I like I said, I love down. the crowd doing it too. I love the crowd yeah. going three D. Yeah, and <laughs> don't turn around that, when the crowd yells three D. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I and feel like someone did that cool before. Pro- oh, uh, yeah, I feel like I someone want, like heard the crowd say three D, so he did, so he got out of the way. In my mind, it's the Rock, but I don't know if that's true. That that's that, a I like that. That's it would make wrestling. sense if it was the Rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so the Dudley Boys came to help Jr. and Lawler last week, but when the Dudley Boys are getting their ass whipped, Jr. and Lawler just sit there and don't come to the ring to repay the wow, favor. Those pieces <laughs> of shit. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they said on commentary. He goes, "Oh, that sucks." And then Lawler, and Lawler just like, oh. <laughs> uh, what, damn, I really wish someone would go do something about this shit. <laughs> Waller, who is still an active wrestler for the most part at this probably, point. And probably in his gear. Probably. <laughs> He's always in his fucking gear. Yeah, I don't know. That was like, damn, that's kind of fucked up, bro, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Batista ends up covering Devon. Um, Bischoff makes the ref count to three, but Batista yeah. picked Devon up off the mat at two. But the ref what? still counted to three. Yeah, what was this? Was this like that felt so weird? I thought it was a like, shoot. I thought Batista said, ah, I'm gonna beat Devon up more. <laughs> <laughs> he always made money. Oh, also speaking of Flair, so Flair got in the ring and just put a figure four on Bubba and then Rosie fucking did a splash on Bubba. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Dude, that, that was Rosie splash. That was so yeah, sick. It was Especially pretty sick. The hot lesbian action, remember? <laughs> yes. That's an all-timer. God, Eric Bischoff Raw, dude. What the hell? <laughs> this is the year of Eric Bischoff. The year, yeah. So, like you said, he forces the ref to count. Like, the ref hasn't to do it. And then, like, the ref counts one, two. Batista picks him up three. And everyone's confused. And then they just do it again. And then the referee counts. 
Yeah, there was definitely some mistiming here. I think Batista was still, what, pretty green at this point. So, like, I'm pretty sure there was just some sure. miscued timing or whatever. Um, or Demon owed him money. <laughs> or if you would have had Mark Jindrak in here, that would have never happened. You know? True. That Shout out is true. Marco a true professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought Batista was... I At first, I was like, oh, my God, this is you. But he's just beating this dude, dude up. I thought it was like, was, oh, my God. He's a dangerous motherfucker, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Devon, it's not like Devon could stop him or anything. You know, yeah. Batista was who, just... Who could stop? <laughs> who could not a bad Batista? He's crazy. <laughs> um, but the crowd gives this... I mean, this went on for, what, 10, 15 minutes, probably? It's the first at least 10 minutes of the show is the the Dudley boys just getting their ass beat, and it doesn't stop there. <laughs> and the crowd has given this no heat at all. If, I, when I say that, like, when I was talking about the loudest hairdryer ever in the entrance, yeah. they kept that baby going the whole time. <laughs> they were really pumping. Like, the, the crowd reactions from 2001 to 2003 were pretty... SmackDown's a little better. Raw was just... Oh my god, they were trying so hard to get this heat on these dudes and like no one yeah. cares at all. When, just I, like, when I think of the sorry, go ahead, Tony. Oh no, I was just thinking no, go ahead, go ahead. I got something. I was else saying when I, I when I think of the hairdryer reaction, I think of two thousand and seven SmackDown. That's when I remember it the most. Oh yeah, they I mean this whole period of time they use it a lot. Yeah. It's especially when someone would walk in the room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Vince arrives. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even sound yeah. like booing at all. It just literally just sounds no, like white it's, it noise. It sounds like a hair dryer for real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Bischoff smacks Devon, and Devon takes a fucking bump for it. And then we go to commercial, and we come back, and the Dudleys are still laying <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> I was I was just thinking, uh, didn't Batista and Bubba have like heat in real life after something? I feel like in the Bubba had heat with everyone because I. Shockingly enough, I think Bubba's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be so, it. Because we so, said I when mean, Batista was like shooting on Bubba, right, like picking him up, and yeah, probably you know? it was. It was probably. I mean, <laughs> Batista probably did something very harmless, and Bubba probably got upset about it. I'm Do you not know surprised. who I am? I love. All, yeah. I love all the Dudley Boys shoot interviews where Bubba's like, "Yeah, fuck that guy," and Devon's like, "Okay, dude." <laughs> 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 he was like, he's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you know what? He, he is all right. You're right. And they come back from a commercial. The Dudleys are dead. And we cut to the commentary team where Lance Storm and William Regal are yelling at JR and Lawler for what the shit they did to them last week. They said, all right, you want to fuck us up and you want to get the Dudleys involved? <laughs> Bet. We're going to go fuck them up some more. Because the Dudleys are still laying there dead during this commercial break. <laughs> no one came out to help them. No one came to get them out of the ring. They're just still there. So Regal hits Bubble with the Nucks. Uh, Storm puts uh, Devon in the sharpshooter. This is an entirely... F this is a two-seg seg show so far. All of it with whooping the Dudley boy's ass. It was a two-seg ass whooping. Yeah. And uh, fucking... And then Bubba gigs and we got the commercial. <laughs> he gigs Hardway here. Yeah, he gigs Hardway. Bubba gigs Hardway in the commercial. <laughs> right up... The camera was right in his face too when he did it. Yeah. It he blatant. just did it and then we... we see ya. <laughs> Thanks. What the hell? Yeah, that was so random. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we cut backstage to the greatest segment all the time. <laughs> oh, like, I want to know how you described how you wrote this down, and then I'll tell you how I wrote it down. I just wrote. Okay, so I said. Okay, so I uh, the heading is Triple H and Flair backstage, and then the first dot is Triple H is flexing titties in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote. 
Triple H flashing his fat tits in the theater. <laughs> and then after that, I wrote, Flair enjoying Triple H's fat tits. I said, you are etched. <laughs> yeah. Flair could, just Triple H in the mirror. I mean, we've, I posted it, I think James posted it as well. Mm. And it's probably going to be the art for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably. Triple H is just showing off them fucking him. He is really tan. He is very, he is, yes. I'm he is surprised. Obs- he is surprised. Totally I'm surprised Nowinski didn't talk to him on this episode. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> we talked about Hollywood Hogan last week. He's looking about like Hollywood Hogan. He, he is. He's as, probably yeah, tanner right. than Hulk this week. It's really yeah. crazy. It's um, but I, Like much. I said, I wrote, also wrote down, I think this was a shoot at Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. Ric Flair, come, like he's flexing his titties in the mirror. Ric Flair comes around the corner and sneaks his head into the shot and goes, you are etched. <laughs> Ric Flair says, is the number Scott one Steiner hype man. On, ever on the cover of Flex Magazine? What the fuck is Flex Magazine? You don't know, but all I know is that he had the picture of him with a fucked up face in there. Yeah, big time. It is not the H face shot, though. I was kind of hoping it was. No, I was hoping for that, too. Uh, so Scott Steiner pulls the magazine back and gets up. And I mean, and when I say he gets in Triple H's face, he yeah. gets in his face. Um, and he also reminds him of all his great nicknames that are the Big Papa <laughs> Pump, the yes. Genetic Freak, and Freakzilla. And then of he touched course. his nose with his nose. He says, two weeks ago, I kicked your ass in arm wrestling, and now you want to have a showdown? A pose down? <laughs> <laughs> a showdown? Thank, thank you, Scott. <laughs> I like how Triple H, before uh, before Steiner comes in, he's like, man, my arm was killing me from Armageddon. And did I get any respect for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I still did the arm wrestling match. Hell yeah. This is good. A, Scott Steiner is very, a, very good. He had the glasses on. <laughs> and he touched noses with this guy. He did. I'm pretty he... sure some of the tan came off on Scott's nose when he got up. <laughs> he leaked on him. It's good stuff. Then we go to a shot of Jacqueline walking through the hallway, and I wrote, Jesus. <laughs> I'm pretty sure is... Jerry Lawler said that on commentary, too. Probably. And then she goes into Trish Stratus' locker room, where Trish is very in a, quite the position, bent over, showing some stuff, and I wrote, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. The that was Shout Trish out to Stratus. Trish Stratus, 2003. Not as good as 2001. 2001. <laughs> the year tier list. Still right up there. Yeah, there's a t- I got the tier list. I'll give it to you one the day. The tier list. <laughs> and then Jim Ross, a horny JR, says, the divas will do it next. Whoa. Oh, Sharon, the divas will do it next with me, live. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> please, please do it with me. <laughs> uh, so we have Trish Stratus and Jacqueline versus Molly Holly and Victoria. Victoria is the women's champ currently in 2003, uh, and Stephen yes. Richards is there. This Steve. match was brought to you by Stacker 2, Xbox, and Subway. E-Fresh. Bro, how crazy is this that they had an Xbox and PlayStation sponsor at the same damn time? <laughs> yeah, <I didn't> <laughs> That's so fuck? good. Yeah, that it doesn't make nuts. any sense. Honestly, so... If I wish this match had more time because they were kind of this was kind of good. <laughs> like I like yeah, this was. match. I mean, they were actually doing tag um, team moves and stuff. Yeah, they were. They were. All, everyone was working well together. It was pretty good. Uh, of course, Jerry Lawler asked at one point if Molly Holly had, was on permanent PMS. So thank you, Jerry. Had to come that through one. with that one. Of course, <laughs> had to. You know, uh, Molly did the razzle dazzle at one point to Jacqueline. I was fired up about it. Victoria popped off a second rope moonsault. I was like, whoa, what is going on here? They did a was, uh, camel clutch Boston crab. Yeah, they did. That was, uh, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. Uh, Victoria was laying in chops uh, to Trish at one point. Also, fucking 
Jacqueline killed Molly Holly with a spear. <laughs> she was yeah. crazy looking. She like just went, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> she ruled. The uh, Victoria theme song was also not all the things she said. No, it was also it was dubbed and hair hair blower to fuck. <laughs> Victoria was the biggest heel in the biz in 2003, bro. <laughs> if you watch this show, it sounds like it is because she gets the biggest booze out of anyone on the show. It was Dude. for Stevie, you know. Yeah, oh, Stevie course. was the big heater. <laughs> <laughs> true and Victoria true. grabbed the tights to pin Trish, and oh my god, it sounded like they were in Madison Square Garden or something. It was the <laughs> craziest reaction I ever heard. <laughs> they were in the Buddha God. <laughs> Dude, they dropped the biggest DBs on that motherfucking uh, yeah. hair dryer track. That was crazy, man. Yeah, How do we cover Victoria. this theme song up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just add other sounds around it. Crazy, Trish, man. Uh, Trish uh, rolled up Victoria, then Stevie ran in. The referee was distracted. Stevie slammed Trish back on the mat, and Victoria rolled up Trish for the win. Biggest upset in wrestling history, and the crowd let you know about it. <laughs> After that, we move on to Booker T and Goldust. Yes. They're backstage tag doing champs. an interview. What do you think of these they tag already... belts? Um, I think I like these ones. Yeah, they're okay. I think that I still think that the dual-plated WWF block logo titles are the best. The yeah, I like that, those uh, too. I I think I like these more because Raw, they were, the Raw and SmackDown ones were exactly the same. It's just the one had a little red and one had a little blue. The SmackDown ones were better, I think. I think so. I think they look better too. But yeah, these ones are cool. I think the ones you're talking about, the ones that, I, I don't know why, but the New Age Outlaws came to mind first. That's who I remember having. What the oh, hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I do think it. about them having those titles. Yeah, though. I don't know why. That's the first thing that's that came crazy. to mind. That's crazy. They're the Road Warrior belts. Yeah, I know. I I agree. I I acknowledge them as that, but I don't. Not the BG James belt. Yes, the Billy Gunn belt, baby. The James Gang belt. What the hell? (laughs) Help me! They're in my den den den. (laughs) Not the Voodoo Kid Mafia belt. Hell yeah! (laughs) Oh brother. Uh, Booker cuts a promo. He said Eric Bischoff was in the ring, face smack dab in the middle of that booty, (laughs) Uh, and Samoan dressed up as some yak. He was That's a going good promo. Yeah. Fuck you, Bischoff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Bischoff gets angry about it and backhands a door. <laughs> the fuck? Booker said 2K3, and I think I had like an existential crisis. Dude, I yeah, I, I was I like struggling. I was like, 2K3? What the hell? That was like a thing that he said, and I just, I still have not recovered from 2K3. <laughs> Bischoff then sets uh, Storm and Regal. To defend their tag titles tonight. Wait, no. Oh, no. Booker and Gold, sorry. Defending their tag titles against Storm and Regal. Mm-hmm. Yes. On Raw. So this was a pretty cool transition, right? From the Booker and Goldust promo. It pans out like backwards. And we're yeah. in Eric Bischoff's office. And he's watching it on TV with Val Venus. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I thought they didn't really say anything. But it was a cool shot, nonetheless. I right. mean, Bischoff is not happy about Booker T saying his face was smack dab in the middle of the booty of a Samoa <laughs> just up as a yak. <laughs> He does not want to be reminded of the yak. So we go to a Chris Jericho promo. I believe this is the year he faces Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, right? It is, yes. This might be one of my favorite Jericho looks. Dip yeah. dye, the fucking flashy jacket. Mm-hmm. Gear, Little beard tie. Shabu. That shit goes crazy. Yeah. I love King this. King of my world, baby. It's awesome. Jericho cuts a best in the world promo in 2003. <laughs> 2K3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, he like it threw me. I, I forgot he even said this, but he said, uh, "You know, I had a dream that uh, I was going to regain my championship, 
And, you know, what I'm doing now in the Royal Rumble, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. And it's not to prove anything to you as clowns. I was like, as clowns? Oh, my God. I forgot about as clowns. I used to have an as clown t-shirt. I, think. Yeah. I did, too. I think I still have it. As clowns. Uh, Jericho announces he's in the 2003 Royal Rumble. Along yes. with Batista, says JR. Thank you, JR. <laughs> I don't know why he said that. <laughs> don't forget about Batista. <laughs> um, Shawn Michaels comes out. And I think this was like genuinely the first genuine crowd reaction all night. It was also the first genuine JR reaction because his music hits and JR says, wait a doggone minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, JR, like Shawn Michaels wasn't allowed to be there. Absolutely but, not. He got the tucked in his shirt. Don't hunt what you he, can't kill. Don't hunt what you can't kill. This sucks. Uh, <laughs> this is Sean everybody's favorite he, wrestler right here, dude. <laughs> it is. It's the top man. Uh, he came out and said wrestler. he takes issue with Jericho uh, saying he's the best. He says, if you want to be the best, then you got to do all this shit that I did. You got to enter number one in the Rumble, then eliminate everyone, then go on to WrestleMania and win all this shit. And Jericho says, you want me to do the same shit you did? Well, I beat two of the guys you never beat in one uh, night, so suck my dick. <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote here. It says, Sean, Sean cuts a pro. It says, Jericho, to be the best, you got to be number one in the Royal Rumble, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. And Jericho said, shut up, bitch. <laughs> Well, Jericho says, I ain't doing that. And Sean says, fine. Uh, if you won't do it, you fucking pussy, then I'll do it. And, he says, why? and Jericho says, you're going to do it? Well, why don't I just kick your ass that I <laughs> Yeah, this rules. This is awesome. I, Jericho okay. killed this, man. He killed and they're, this. They're about to go at it. And ding, 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 ding. RNN breaking news. And here comes some fucking awkward teenager. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this fucking guy that they called Randy Orton? I must have they must have forgot about this Randy one. Randy Orton had boot-cut jeans and fucking lugs on. <laughs> he had boot-cut jeans, lugs, a fucking XL shirt, and the scruffiest hair you would have had. He taking a shower in two weeks. That's <laughs> tough out here. Randy says his shoulder is up to 93% mobility. And my comeback, he says his comeback story is going to be more inspirational than Sean's. And that there is a new sexy boy in town. <laughs> with like, the bootcut jeans, like, by the way. Look like that, you fucking smacked ass. What the fuck? Randy Orton was off one here. He was going kind of crazy. And he said, all the ladies will agree there's a new sexier boy in town. And then he paused for a second and said, okay, maybe the guys too, whatever. <laughs> I said, like, oh shit, Randy's really inclusive here. I like that. Yeah. Um, also, his shoulder at 93. I forgot that his whole R&M thing was, my shoulder's at 75%. It's yeah, it was just 82. percentages. Dude, uh, you should do that on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote down in my notes here. Orton's shoulder at 93% mobility? That must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you say your percentage is at right now? A solid 69, probably. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, boom, boom. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> boom, boom to that one. <laughs> so Jerry Lawler, uh, this was a very interesting exchange here. So he says, all the ladies will agree to the new sexy boy in town. Lawler goes, hey, there's one girl over there that's happy. And then JR said under his breath, She's a little heavy, though. Oh, damn, JR! <laughs> Jesus. What? <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's a, it's a shame she's a fat bitch. <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, Thank yeah. This is an interesting segment. It was like, yeah, okay, it's starting off, and then here's Randy Orton in bootcut jeans. I said, oh, yeah, here it goes. He goes to the sexy boy. Sean punches him in the face, and Jericho jumps Sean. Uh, Jericho tries to put uh, Michaels in the walls of Jericho, but RVD makes the save. Hey, Rob, sign the comic, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> 
I can't do it. You can come here and be on this raw, but you can't sign this damn book. Yeah, bro. You can know how to fucking sign your contract to get on this show. You can't sign a comic for us. Get a clue. <laughs> Christian comes out to help uh, the the heels here, but then here comes Gain with the half mask, which I'm not as into. I don't think I really like the half mask. No, dude. He looks silly. Yeah, he doesn't look intimidating at all. He just looks like a dude in a mask. Yeah. He's still got the slow chemical thing, though. He does have slow chemical. He had, like, the tank top kind of look. I want... I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just... Just because of what I saw when he first debuted. But I liked full mask, full outfit. I don't care how fucking hot you are and that. You fucking wear it. <laughs> With you the dedicate glove. yourself to this business. With the glove. Yes. Dude, in SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, you get Kane... I was just playing this recently. You get... You unlock mask Kane in the back. He starts talking Ooh. to you, but he's got the old Attitude Era mask, but his mouth is moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I said, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is Big Glenn. His mouth was during the matches, too, when you, he starts breathing and stuff with the mouth. Oh, what he's, he's selling? Like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> oh, oh, what the shit. hell is going on says, outside <laughs> Probably a son of a bitch. <laughs> It was this summer that he lost the mask, though, right? And he did the stuff with it's RVD. It's very soon, right? Yeah, I feel like it's right after Mania, isn't it? Yeah, who does he face at Mania? They're in a tag match. I think they win the Oh, tag are they? Is it against Law Resistance, probably? <laughs> I don't remember. I think yeah, they won the tag is. titles at Mania, didn't they? I would not be surprised, yeah. You're and then they right. end up turning at each other and then came to mass. And Dude, then... the cane... I... I the cane on masking is like still one of my favorite things ever. I just feel yeah. like they completely dropped the ball with it. Hell yeah, they yeah. did. Like, dude, I mean, one of my favorite entrances ever is him coming out shackled and shit. And then, he, oh, then they just... the pyro pops at the right time of the song. This shit was awesome. And then he got electrocuted Shane's balls. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened here. <laughs> it's like, let's do, let's try to like do the Sabu thing. But instead, help, he's going to the balls and Jim Ross. <laughs> Sanjay on fire was pretty cool, though. That will go down forever for me. Yeah. He's just lighting the match. He's got this weird look on his face. And Jim Ross knows what's going to happen. He knows he's about to get killed. <laughs> JR is just weird. <laughs> All right. You don't got you to do this. <laughs> just run for it. Yeah. Just get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All timer. True. So Booker T and Goldust are up next. They're facing off against the Un-Americans, which is Regal and Storm. <laughs> so this match went a little crazy. I'm going to let you talk about it here. Uh, um, Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of fucking shenanigans in this they, match. That's it was what very I booked. Say. Very, very did, did, booked. Did I uh, notice they showed the old tag title graphic as well? When did they, they? showed the tag titles. They showed the old tag belts. Yeah. Goldust and Booker T are doing some cool stuff. They did like an Irish whip into Goldust throwing his ass in somebody's face. That was sweet. They did the heart attack with an axe kick. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that wasn't the nuts. Um, and then uh, I think Goldust goes for a pin. One, two, and Regal kicks the referee in the face. <laughs> Just that was awesome. Full, that was a good full kick. On, full on punts him. And then they go to commercial. <laughs> and Hell then yeah. comes back from, from commercial. And Val Venus is the referee now. Why is this match still going? That, that makes a- him an official, of course, having the yeah, referee Yeah, I guess, of course. On. He's Eric Bischoff's guy. Uh, so he came out during the commercial, put on a referee shirt. Booker T then axe kicks Morley. <laughs> so we get another referee, Nick Patrick. Uh, Jerry Lawler celebrates the first bit of Rooney on Raw <laughs> of the new year. <laughs> he was real fired up about that. Um, Booker hits the scissor kick. One, two. Morley pulls out Nick Patrick. Uh, gives Regal enough time to hit the power of the punch on both Goldust and Booker. And one, two, three. 
The Un-Americans, your new Raw tag team champions. What a fucking disaster. <laughs> why did they book this so hard? Why like, why did they put so much into yeah, this? Yeah, I don't know. They did it. It, must have, it, it felt very Eric Bischoff <laughs> that it was a bunch of fucking shenanigans going on here. Like, three different ref bumps where all the referees just were like, okay, that's fine that I got hit. Like, how did it not end right when Regal punted the ref? I don't know. I was very confused watching this whole thing. I said, what they, I mean, like, all these guys could have just had, like, a really good match, and then, like, the Un-Americans could have just cheated to win. But they're like, let's, Sean Morley, Nick Patrick, 80 referees, 40 consoles, 80 moves. (laughs) Satellite, country. (laughs) Tag this. Yeah. And I thought, so when they won, I was like, okay, surely uh, Charles Robinson's going to come up and say, no, fuck that. Regal kicked me. We're going to. Switches back, you lose by DQ. But no, Regal and Storm are just tag champs now. No, this is the finish. year of Eric Bischoff. You see, you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the true. continuity here. No, I think that's what they're doing here. The overbooking of this is just to be like Eric Bischoff is throwing chaos to the show, and then yeah, and then eventually Vince McMahon will come out and set him straight. Ah, uh, say ah, Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see the way Eric Bischoff was watching TV? By the way, backstage when he like, was watching this match, he's sitting down, but he's like at an angle. So they have like, so like, you know, like the TV's in front of you, but then the couches turn like sideways. Yeah. So the armrest is facing the TV. It's the he's fucking, way. He's watching it like he's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so hard for WWE to figure out how people watch TV and film it at the same time? Yeah, it's... just do it over the shoulder. We know the fuck Eric Bischoff, or just, we don't have to see the TV too. Like we're, we know what's going on. We're not going to miss anything. If you just show thing. us Eric Bischoff's face for a second. So apparently Eric Bischoff watches TV like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Randy Orton does the same shit later. He, he walks up he to the does, mirror. Yeah, and you're goes, right. Bischoff does it the whole show. Yeah, I don't know what in the world. That's just a different back- thing. Yeah, they go backstage, and I guess after another commercial, Regal, Storm, Bischoff, and Chief Morley are backstage celebrating. Uh, they Regal and Storm say that it's an honor that we are representing you as tag team champions. And then we go to. I was so confused as why they showed this, but I realized, oh, it's the fucking Raw. 10 anniversary, uh, ten year anniversary coming up here. They go Raw Retro. Ew, <laughs> December 8th, 1997, a historic day in professional <laughs> wrestling history because it's the day that everybody got to see Mark Merrow call out his wife Sable, who he just forced to put on a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, you're going to wear this shit and Sable says, oh, yeah, and she takes off the potato sack and shows our fucking Johns for crazy yeah, Johns, good dude. Lord, this is crazy, bro. She was titty on Titty Ave for no they reason. They showed this that- segment. God knows I've seen this segment so much. I feel yeah. like they played the hell out of this. I will tell you, though, this was uh, this might be Jerry Lawler's favorite moment in the entire history of WWE Raw. Oh, my just God. So you know. <laughs> Out of all the great moments, of course, Price. this is the one. Oh, she came back on April third, oh three. So it must she must have been in the works of coming back here. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, this is like mending fences, and then they're yeah, gonna they're like, all right, TV. yeah, yeah. Remind you who she is, so she comes back in like two months. Well, we get the next uh, probably the best part of the night comes up next. <laughs> Test versus Christopher Nowinski. Yes. First off, Test has got Stacy Keebler. Hey, I told you guys. That Stacey Keebler is the love of my life. Oh my god, it's my heart. <laughs> I love you, Stacey. Stacey, I am, I am a fan of Stacey. 
Which which version is the best? This James, is not. Right? Yeah, this I is mean, not. The Duchess of Dudleyville, Stacy Keebler goes crazy, bro. That's but a love where my does life. testicles, Stacy Keebler, fit here? I mean, she's right she up on there. the tier list. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, well, I, I gotta actually put one together. We put Day Reckon, Stacy somewhere too. We should compare too. Trish Stratus versus Stacy Keebler tier list. Stacy Keebler <laughs> yeah. would win. Stacy Keebler wins. First yeah, off, she's, right. she went nothing. I mean, Stacy Keebler first off got the fits. First off, bro. Plus, Stacy was with Scott Steiner. Yeah, all right. Scott Steiner, Stacy went crazy uh trish had yeah, test yeah, yeah, and yeah. albert bro she had t and a and we love t and a here on deadlock yeah we do love t and a but we also love george lopez <laughs> shoot we do love george lopez <laughs> we love george True. lopez and stacy keeper and stacy's name at one point was miss hancock which i, do I like. mean how better can you get you know what i mean you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's a strong i feel like it you know i feel like it'd be right down the middle it'd be pretty close I don't think it'd be close at all. I think Stacey Keebler runs away with it. I think you're out of your guy. Yeah, <laughs> where are my Stacey Keeblerites at, baby? No, nah, this. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. Bro, she made a pun out of her name. She's trying to faction. That goes crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a. Stratus all right, so, fear, bro. All right, so, right Stacey and Trish start at forty points, and Stacey Keebler <laughs> plus <laughs> ten points well, Trish, for being the Duchess. Gonna, the Duchess gear is ten points extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Being a day of reckoning. Uh, as one of the main characters, another 10 points. She was on the cover of Day of Reckoning, you're right. Yeah, so gotcha there That's again. Tough. And then George That's Lopez. Tough. God, shout out George Lopez, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look at George Lopez, bro. <laughs> Listen, we're getting far away from why this is the best segment Yeah, ever. so anyways, all my friends love Loretta. <laughs> So, all right, we have a lot of stuff going down in this that is absolutely Dude. insane. Anyway, Stacey's the marketing manager for Tess now. She can't yes. testicles. That's yeah, it. she needs to and be mine in DPW, you know what I mean? And she, she, D-Lo wanted her to be his marketing manager. And they but, play a video package because we don't know why Christopher Nowinski and D-Lo are together here until they no. show us. So they play a backstage video package where he cuts maybe one of the most ridiculous <laughs> promos I've ever. Whoa. This is 2003 WWE at its finest here. It so is. Chris approaches D-Lo Brown backstage. D-Lo Brown is wearing slacks and a polo. And <laughs> so does everyone else. It was a fucking, that was a 2003 outfit. Chris Nowinski comes up to him and he goes, D-Lo, I know that you try to get Stacy as your marketing manager. She said, no. Because you're a black man. And I can relate to that. I said, oh my God, he can relate to that. He can relate to that because he went to Harvard. Yes, exactly. She is prejudiced against you. A black man. A black man. And she is also prejudiced against me because I'm from Harvard. Yes, he can he can relate to the black man. From yes, Harvard. he can relate and to that. the whole time's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. So he goes, Can I be down with the brown and D-Lo <laughs> does a little head shake and goes you damn right <laughs> and then <laughs> during the fucking match I think it was during the match JR says oh well D-Lo just got down with his own brown <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> yes. I don't know why he said it but he said it uh. Oh my! This match was the, very nothing, Tess, by the Tess way. Test has the "I love my testicles" shirt at this point. Yeah, this was uh, Tess, the market. She was the marketing genius that was Stacy Keebler. She came I up, you know, test fans are not the testites. She the testicles, of course. <laughs> Can I be down with the brown? <laughs> you damn, damn, damn right. <laughs> 
That's how you have to answer everything from now on. You damn right. Dude, you damn right and with all due respect are great lot. Oh, they are. They are so good. Uh, anyways, Tess wins with the crossroads. Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> the test drive, baby. Oh, that's a great name, Tess. And oh. then uh, D'Lo hits a sky high on Tess. Fuck you, Tess. Oh, yes, because he wants Stacy. <laughs> He's going to make sure okay. that he gets what he wants. <laughs> With all due respect, <laughs> you damn right. Oh, did you guys know that uh, Christopher Nowinski's head is so, or his brain is so big that his head has stretch marks? Oh, I did shit. not know is that. that. All, is that why the concussions were worse? <laughs> yeah, that's a Jerry Lawler. A great Jerry Lawler line. Chris Nowinski's actually really good, by the way. So after we get the best segment in WWE history, I love it. <laughs> you damn right. Uh, we go backstage with Christian and Chris Jericho. Yeah, we're getting ready for the Rumble. Yeah, Christian says, hey, I'm going to be in the Rumble, too. And Jericho says, oh, that's great. You can help me win. <laughs> and Chris Christian is like, no. what? No. He says, every man for themselves, and I want to win the world title. And they go back and forth. And I forget. I didn't write down what. Did either of you get the insults? Because they were pretty good. I forget what they were. Though. Oh, one of them was uh, Jericho says, yeah, well, look at your tattoo. No one can tell what it is. It's just much. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That, that was, was the best. Good. That was the best one. Yeah, that was the best one. I don't he called him a nine-time you... loser, I think. Oh, yeah, because like, he, he said, oh, I, I won the, yeah, he said, I won the tag titles nine times. Say, yeah, well, you're a nine-time loser. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <That> <laughs> um, did you notice that this locker room was fucking messy as hell? It was just destroyed, oh, yeah, this locker room. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, and then Randy says, hey, I'm going to be in your corner tonight. And they look in the mirror all weird. Yeah. He's weirdo. still in the jeans and the, still ain't taking a shower and he just can't be <laughs> What's wrong with this fucking guy? I don't know, man. Dude was a lunatic at this point, to be honest with you. He was all over the place. Was, Young Randy yeah. Orton, I heard, was a fucking menace. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I. Ugh. The uh, the thing they did on the network with him was very good. Yeah, this dude was an absolute menace. So after that, we go to the Piste de la Resistance. Scott mm. Steiner and Triple H pose down challenge. Let's Hell go. Oh, yeah. Been waiting for this all night, man. So it shows Triple H and Scott Steiner backstage getting ready to do all this. H-H-H, for whatever reason I wrote it down like that, is laughing at himself. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah, you're right. He With was definitely oil. lathering himself up. He was uh, oiling himself up. Flair was trying to bend the crusher, and he gave it to Triple H, who did it very easily. And Flair was like, oh, that's why you're the game. <laughs> Flair is the number one hype man of all time. He is. At and this Steiner point, was, was doing the one. bands, flexing. Looking gross. Nah, he looked great here. The fuck? He was looking real great. good. He looking like... He didn't even get... He, dude, the best part about this is Triple H, like, tanned, got super tan here. And Scott just Steiner to look didn't. like Steiner. <laughs> yeah, and Steiner didn't at all. Steiner was, for yeah. the most part, pretty pale here. And Steiner still looked better than Triple H. I'm like, dude, this he good, was bro. fucking gigantic. Like, I don't know. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Triple H decided to come out and do his literal entire entrance stick, including the water for this pose oh down challenge. I mean, in, go in the corner. In a jacket and pants. Yeah, he was he was out of his mind at this point, kind of going crazy. If either of you noticed, but they did the you know wide shot to, for Triple H's entrance, and it looked like the Ultimate X was above the ring. Or <laughs> what the yes, fuck I was did that? see that. What so was that, that was for the lighting for the uh, the way the pose down was. Remember that oh. weird lighting? So they had those lights set up for that. Because okay. I was looking I was, at that too, and I was like, oh, that's for like, the... Because when they like, did the pose down, yeah, the weird Bischoff light. Bischoff invented lighting. Destination X. <laughs> 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 I'm bad. <laughs> 
So Triple H comes to the ring. Yes, he is in full tracksuit gear here. Um, yes. And he says, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to pick six people <laughs> to judge yeah. this guy. He talked forever here. Oh, he, man. He says so much nothing, too. He said, I'm going to pick, you know, I can't let you fans uh, do the voting because you're all pieces of trash. You people and suck. He, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick six uh, people from the front row and they look around and the camera very blatantly shows six big guys in the front row. <laughs> who could it be? And oh, shockingly enough, that's who Triple H picks. And I didn't, I, I knew they were going to be all, so uh, the only person I could tell, I was like, okay, these are all indie guys. I was like, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. And then the last guy that came from the crowd, I was like, that's Mike fucking Knox. I knew it. Shout out to Knox. <laughs> the bald one? Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Knox and shout out to Menagerie, baby. Yeah, that went crazy. I I, I, yeah. I was like, damn, I can't believe they got this guy. Also, uh, these were so the other guys were the Navajo Warrior, Ghost Oh, did you Walker. figure out who they were? Yeah, it says it on this page here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Na- I didn't Na- know that. Navajo Warrior, Ghost Walker, Hollywood, Outlaw Mike Knox, Derek Nightkirk, and uh, Kiji Sakoda. Who? Cool. You yeah, mean Charlie so you Chan? Go. No. They, oh, my God. Triple dude. H said that. <laughs> Triple H, I'm pretty sure he called Sakota Charlie Chan. What the fuck? Yeah. He said, oh, look at you, Charlie Chan. I said, oh, damn. Why are you going to throw that one in there? All right. Thanks, Hunter. Shit. Yeah, going crazy. Cool. So, anyways, so yeah, Holla, yeah. if you hear me. I was like, oh, yeah. here it goes. <laughs> Scott Steiner was the fucking coolest. He comes out with his arms just fucking huge. He's just He's massive. Gigantic. One of my favorite WWE shirts of all time is the Big Papa Pump. Just huge. It's just Big yes. Papa Pump. And like this shirt is awesome. I love this. It is good. Um, yeah. He comes out and Jerry Lawler's like, Jesus Christ, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> look at this freak. <laughs> yeah, he is the coolest. Um, he comes yeah. to the ring and they, they're immediately about to get to it here. Triple H has to explain more rules. It's like, I don't even understand why he's Dude, explaining the rules. Triple H would not shut the fuck up. Also, before uh, Steiner came out, when he was looking for judges, he said, oh, uh, well, you've got the chest for it, lady, but I think I'm going to go with some other people that are more qualified. So like he put it to Brandon Lady. He said, oh, you got big tits, but no. <laughs> hey, big tit lady, sit the fuck down. Charlie Chan over here, you're going to be it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Triple fuck, H dude? also met, uh, mentioned Mr. Olympia like a thousand times. Oh, my judges, God. Judges like Mr. Olympia. Because he's an oh, Arnold pervert like James. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what this was. This was like, uh, they yeah. mentioned they mentioned, mentioned the Arnold, too, during this. I, uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. They did. Yeah, so, I mean, that's essentially what they did. Is just And Triple H was very tan, just like everyone at the Arnold. Scott Steiner said, I don't give a fuck talk about this Steiner's naturally like that yeah um so they go through the poses here which is pretty cool because most of these are poses they do the front yep. double bicep pose uh triple h poses then scott steps in front of him and shows him what That's, a real maze is you look a real man That's like, oh and the my pop, god the pop for it too is tremendous you want to kiss that kiss that baby <laughs> <laughs> then they do the side chest again same thing it just Steiner just showing him off, and even Triple H looks back and says, "Oh, what the? Look at this." Yeah, Triple H said, "That was the best." His eyes were like popping out. He said, "Ooh, you look good." <laughs> yeah, Triple H, you were like, "Damn, bro, this is kind of crazy." <laughs> then they do the most muscular, and they're just posing and posing and getting each other's face, and they're flexing. Going, ah, ah, they get face to face flexing. Scott Steiner is, yeah, he's freaking out here. He's got veins everywhere. He's he looked Nuts. real crazy. Like you don't see he him did. ever do that front pose like that very often, because usually he's just like you know flexing up the front yeah, double he bicep, does the, the biceps instead. But, yeah, yeah, but dude, he looked nuts in he looked the insane. light. Yeah, yeah, just crazy. Uh, anyways, everyone votes for Triple H because this is bullshit rigged. The books are rigged. 
<laughs> Son of a bitch. How, I can't believe the guys Triple H picked were the ones that voted for him. Yeah, what Trump is this, bro? He just insulted you for you even got in the ring and you still voted for him. Come on, bro. Yeah, I know. You don't. Well, they got paid for it, I guess. I doubt I it. That. <laughs> <laughs> that big evolution check. I love their scorecard. Steiner has like this font oh, that yeah. says Steiner, and then Triple H is like a full logo. He's got this entire logo. <laughs> With That's subtext. right, I forgot about that. <laughs> it was so good. Subtext. Yeah, that was good. So yeah, Steiner, Steiner says, Steiner oh, says yeah, fuck that. I'm going to let the fans vote. And even though Triple H said the fans can't vote, Steiner's changing the rules. So Steiner goes on a rope and flexes and the crowd goes crazy. And Steiner comes back down and says, all right, you do it. <laughs> Triple H says, no. I feel like that I'm was a shoot. That. Yeah, you go out there and see what they say. Yeah. He's, like, he's going to get the freaks in Phoenix. I love Scott Steiner here. He's like, you're telling me you don't know any of these guys in your life? You've never seen these guys before? <laughs> There's something about the way they do talks that gets me fired up, bro. They just, Scott just I, rules, man. I think Triple H could have convinced them that he didn't know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too, actually. <laughs> and then... Triple H challenges him to a push-up contest. Oh, shit. And he says, shut up, coach. <laughs> I think Steiner said that. Coach the mic, dude. Yeah, that's the contest. Yeah. Uh, so they start doing push-ups. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Getting to ten. And then one of the guys jumps Scott Steiner, and all the judges begin whooping Steiner's ass. Oh, my God. How could this happen? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Triple H ain't even doing full range of motion on them push-ups either. Scott Steiner was going as to grass. He was getting in yeah, there. You know yeah, what he mean? don't play around. Uh, Steiner fought them all back, and he beat everybody up, and Triple H in front of the left. And Steiner goes, ah. <laughs> he does that every time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. I actually really, really like this segment here. This is probably I mean, next it, to I'm the like, D'Lo Brown segment. This was it yes. for me. I mean, like we said, it was immortalized in a video game, so it was meant something. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I actually miss when the games would do that. Yeah, man. I know. Me too. I. I don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Get my bags. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm doing him an egg. Dude. <laughs> gonna suck my dick or what? <laughs> That's a, what a crazy I line. My room number. If you want, I give my rookies. You want, baby? <laughs> What? I, I just, what? What? <laughs> I just yes. thought of this. They do the two Steiner matches, and then it goes to Booker T and Triple H at Mania after this. I forgot about all that. Well, because they have a horrible Rumble match, and they never go back to it again. Oh, they just gave up on Scott after that, actually. Yeah. Which is I want. Weird. I wonder why. I wonder weird. if Triple H had anything to do with yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's ask Scott Steiner what he thinks about Triple H, and then we'll figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just watch any Steiner shoot interview, and any the stuff that he remembers is great, which is not a lot. Yeah, he always just goes, yeah, yeah, I don't really remember that. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, huh? yeah, pretty much. Oh, but I if think, you mention Triple no, H, he remembers. Sorry, they have two. They have a match at the Rumble, and they have another match at No Way Out, which is before Mania, right? I don't remember. All I remember was the the belly to belly match. They do it yeah, again. So, they have one at No Way Out, and I think Steiner's pants fall down at one point or something. I don't know. Is Steiner even on Mania? They gave up on him, I'm pretty sure, right? Because he... I Right here it says, on April 14th, Steiner faced off against Nowinski in a debate over the Iraq War. <laughs> oh, my God! That was one of my favorite segments, too! Scott was going crazy, bro! Oh, my God! We should watch that one, bro. 
Yeah, wow, I forgot all about that until right now. Scott started going off on a tirade. Scott Steiner like hit some crazy with it too. Dude, he was going nuts. Oh wow, that was uh, that, uh, so all-timer. that's that same. This is the same year where he teams with Test and they do the Stacy angle too. Oh, yeah, Steiner yeah, yeah. was not at Mania or on Sunday Night Heat or anything. Yeah, no, he. I mean, he's gone from the company at the end of '04. So, Jeez. damn, I don't know how you mess this dude up because he is like. The epitome of wrestling to me like this dude well, I, is like that's probably why because he's a loose fucking cannon and they like you know having people that they can do whatever they want and steiner does whatever he wanted yeah i used to love listening to the wcw stories where everyone was shoot scared to even be in a segment with him <laughs> <laughs> but bad goes like i gotta get out of here man i can't dude, do this no more dude he shot on rick flair <laughs> in the same company as him on nitro <laughs> I think, like, was it flair there what if flair was backstage Flair was backstage and he was like, and fuck Ric Flair, that old bitch. <laughs> That's why I told anybody to go watch Steve Austin. He's like, go watch yeah, Raw and watch Steve Austin. He said, fuck Ric Flair, this show sucks. Go watch Raw and Stone Cold. <laughs> That's what I would I'm just say. Awesome. Scott is wrestling. I don't care what he was saying. He's this the man. Rules. This is this is the epitome. When when there's that sort of like just Oh my God! There's just this guy that can come out there and cause a, a whirlwind in seconds. Like that's so dude, interesting I, to me. Like I said, loose fucking cannon, dude. Like yeah, it's insane. absolutely. We, we there needs to be some more chaos like that. Maybe some I sort agree. of kid chaos. Oh shit! <laughs> Human well, anyways, cyclone, I'm looking at you. Anyways, the main event is it's Scott Steiner. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was, this main event was kind of whatever. Honestly, yeah. they set up for the Rumble. Basically, that's what yeah. this main event's for. It was RVD and Kane versus Jericho and Christian. Christian in the this attire was. <laughs> this Dude, man what? Was I don't even know what he was like. What he was going for here? I, I don't, don't know either. This was rough with the tattoo. This is where Vince probably said, "I hate this son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Put a blue dot on his fucking weirdo's face. Oh man, this was rough. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, this is one of my favorite Chris Jericho attires ever. Yes, this is. I mean, this era of Jericho ruled. His look was awesome. The motherfucking dip dye baby. Yeah. Uh, also, RVD just always looked fucking cool. Yes, I don't. I can't. I can't think of any time that I didn't think RVD looked fucking cool. I feel like last time we watched, I feel like RVD was in the main event a lot. I, well, yeah. Last time we watched Raw, I feel like he was in the main event. Oh yeah, he didn't he face Jericho. Yeah, I feel like they ran this forever. <laughs> it was for the title too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, RVD came out. He said whatever and cool. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Shawn Michaels and Randy Orton were here too. Yes, they are at ringside uh, doing stuff. I mean, they ah. get involved. Uh, Orton was attacking RVD on the floor at one point. He got hit with a nasty switch in music. I thought that looked pretty cool. Um, uh, Kane did the top rope clothesline, and Jerry Lawler said, Ah, big red flying <laughs> freak. <laughs> big red flying he freak. He, huh? he turned it down a little bit, I guess. Yeah, he walked. Yeah. He used to really hate Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kane went for the chokeslam on Jericho, got low blowed by Christian. Uh, Jericho and Christian then went for the concerto on Kane, but Kane ducked it, which I don't know. He should have just taken it and got the DQ one. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, what's going on here? You were set on fire, bro. Just take the chair shot. Yeah, whatever. Um, Sean pulled Jericho out of the ring and started kicking his ass, and Earl Hebner wasn't paying attention to any of that, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then Kane hit Christian with a chokeslam. Already hit the five star from a really uh, decent distance. I like that. And Every Kane time he does it. For the win. Every time he does yeah. it, they go like that. They're like, can he make it? Yeah, he can. And uh, he, he can, and it always looked fucking cool. Uh, yeah, it did. K- 
Kane Kane got the win, and they didn't do Kane Pyro one time on the show. So fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the show yes. ends up ending with uh, the Un-Americans and Eric Bischoff and Sean Morley backstage. They announce Regal versus Jim Ross in a singles match. That's cool. the best. That's one of the big hooks for next week to come watch Regal. I thought it was Jim Regal Ross. and Lawler. Is it Jr.? I swear it said Jr. Lawler makes more sense, but I swear I it said Jr. I want you to be right. <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna look that up right now. Um, okay. What, yeah, what would that be? That? January thirteenth. Sixth. Oh, Wait, uh, no, yes, was, yes, yes, yes. Thirteenth. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he announces that match, and then Bischoff gets a call, and he's looking very concerned. He says, "Okay, it was <laughs> It was Lola. God, it I wish it was Jr. JR. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much better. Man, fuck. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, Bischoff gets a call. He's got a worried look on his face, and he hangs up. And Morley says, "Who was that, boss?" He says. It was Vince McMahon, Serica Derry. <laughs> and they say Vince will be here next week on Raw. And they zoom in on Vishal's face, and not a single fan is reacting to it because it I don't think they played it on the Tron. Because during this promo, you can hear fans chanting, Rob, Fan, damn, and shit like that. Like, no one's paying attention to this. So either they just didn't care or they didn't show it, which I'm assuming they just didn't show it. And so there was no, like, pop for Vince being mentioned or anything. Yeah, that I don't name would have got a huge pop. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't the do it. Like, I don't know why they did it like that. It was weird. Or even also, hair dryer fans in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they, yeah, they can't wait to do that. It was weird. This also made me realize... How many times have they run this angle in the last 20 years? Vince McMahon is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they got to pop a rating, they just say, oh, Vince, come on out. Vince they were starting to do it a lot. More McMahons are coming. Yeah. And, like, and like, 20, like the mid-2010s, they were doing this very often. Vince yeah. is coming. Oh, my God. Stop coming <laughs> <laughs> well uh so the january like i said the january 6th raw did a uh 3.6 the the one before that did a 3.3 and then the episode vince was on did a 3.9 so hmm. well i mean i guess that popped it, a little bit did, i guess it did something right yeah vince popping the ratings yeah so what was your guys favorite moments from this night can i be down with the brown <laughs> you damn, damn right, right. <laughs> <laughs> i also enjoyed 10 Minutes, two segs of the Dudley boys getting their ass whooped. <laughs> the pose down, of course. Pose, pose down was pretty yeah, Pose great, down yeah. and Christian Nowinski. That dude's kind of crazy. That that's yeah. That was I, incredible. I forgot that he was like a wrestler and a thing back in the day. When I saw him, <laughs> I, I went crazy for him because I didn't even a, know. I was like, was oh, there's Nowinski. I remember him. Motherfucking tough enough guy, man. Him yeah, and Josh I'm, fucking Matthews. <laughs> you damn oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> that was that good stuff. Rules. Blackula. <laughs> <laughs> that was raw for January 6, 2003. Let's take a look at some of the uh, $5 Q&A questions from Patreon. Quaw, 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 quaw. So the very first one is from King Donnie Brook, who Ooh. asked if The Undertaker worked yes. DPW Ooh. and reincarnated the ministry on night number one. What okay. roles would the boys fill? Essentially, okay. who's titty paint pervert Farouk Who's naked Midian, <laughs> and who's Viscera with his hard Viagra schlong? <laughs> well, if so, are we just we're just gonna fill those three roles? Which one of us? I guess is those so. three. All right, that works. Um, huh. 
Which one? I mean, I feel like I'd have to be naked idiot. <laughs> I just feel fine. like that. I think so. Yeah. I feel like that works. All right, um, I'm, I'm gonna be titty paint pervert Farouk. Oh, so yeah, I get G to be Viscera with gonna... the hard Viagra schlong. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have the hard Viagra schlong. Is that all right with you? Yeah, we gotta get the Bluetooth sponsor though. Can we? It's okay if we uh -huh. replace the Viagra with Bluetooth. Sure, why not? Well, I, we'll ask King Donnie Brook. You know, it's, it's his yeah, call. Yeah, King Donnie Brook. Can you get back to us on that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a really big deal for us. I'm trying to think. Like, who, I mean, who else was in the ministry? It was Bradshaw, the Brood. I mean, I, 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 I why did he? Why are these the three? And Naked Midian wasn't in the ministry. <laughs> High Power 14 asks, "What YouTuber friend would you sign to DPW? Dank oh. Ups, Austin Creed, maybe Duel. Who would you All sign? All of the above." Well, I don't know if we can sign Austin Creed. We could try. Yeah, let's just get it. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, superstar. they got Xavier Woods. We would get Austin Creed. It's easy. Oh, oh my That's God. True. The numbers don't go. lie. I like it. I kind of want to sign uh, Christopher Nowinski. <laughs> He's not a YouTuber friend. Yeah, to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my YouTube friend PewDiePie. He's <laughs> yes, I think that's very good. I agree. We could put Austin Creed under a gimmick. He could be RPM. <laughs> he could be like mutated it. freak fish. He could be mutated freak fish. I don't know. I would like to sign as many as humanly possible. I mean, Chris already agreed. Yeah, he's to, taking bumps. Chris would already. Yeah, Chris is. Chris not Nowinski only that. already agreed. No, Damn, Chris Danger. Yes, Chris also Danger. him. Yes, I'm. Yes, <laughs> he is down he with the DPW. He, would, he said he would bump. He said he'd let us run a show in his backyard. We can. Uh, we already got that hookup. Um, oh yeah, that's ooh, true. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, he can deal with the permits what? from the city and all that. That's on us. He can do that. He's fine. He's doing yeah. all right. <laughs> oh, we'll just run in the backyard from an undisclosed location. We should get um, eat the pussy. <laughs> Eat that pussy four four five? Hell yeah! Oh shit, you're friends with him? Yeah, bro, he's from Philly. It's my guy. Oh, that's true. Oh damn, that's right. What yeah. the hell? There you go. There you go. There you go. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Uh, we gotta get the LA Beast. I want him on there. Review, bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's my guy right there. These are all our friends. <laughs> yes, I know all these guys professionally. Hell yeah. Um, Macho T can work a show. He's got to put a mask on though. He's got to work the mask gimmick. All the uh, the vibe guys will just they'll be a group. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll yeah. just come in and get choke slammed. <laughs> <laughs> they come in and beat up the Dudley boys. <laughs> <laughs> the vibe guys are the un-American. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. One yeah, of them is Teddy Paint Pervert Farouk. One of them is Naked Minion. <laughs> and the other one is Viscera. Yeah. Can't forget Tubby Emu as Joel Gertner. <laughs> oh, God. Tubby Emu is, as he's a he's a day one signing. I'm ready to put the contract down right now. Oh, my God. He's like essential. To this, I mean, I without him, I don't know. Does he realize that he's essential to it? Does he even know anything we've talked about? I don't know. Maybe Tubby's in like fourteen different angles. Yeah, we are. <laughs> if you're listening, hit, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know. Tubby, yeah, I, got you I don't want to tell here. you our ideas, but I'll I'll let you. Know, we, you are an important. You are an integral part of DPW. We are also going to shove action figures down your throat. Oh, that one. <laughs> Well, he's also the manager of champions as well. Yes, he comes with the title. Yeah, and he's also the manager of music freak fish. <laughs> well, the manager the of the people too, right? Yes, and he's the champion. Um, all hail King Corbin said, "What is your favorite secret plan you guys have for DPW?" Uh, I mean, you want to tell there's him? There's the there's that one. Yeah, I mean, you could tell him. I mean, it's a okay. pretty big secret plan, but you can go for it. All right, <laughs> it's pretty fucking ridiculous. I don't even know. I don't even know if we can pull it off. But the my favorite secret DPW plan is Yeah. That uh 
I, I mean, I don't know if we can pull that off, but it's, yeah. God, that would be crazy. That would yeah, be so no, crazy. it would be. <laughs> uh, Gerardo Camacho asks, if you guys could be imposter or fake versions of wrestlers, like, say, Ooh. fake Diesel or fake Razor Ramon, uh, who would you want to imitate? As a oh. little follow-up, whose persona do you think you could get away with imitating the most? God, there's so many ways I could take this. Because, like... Fake uh, like, naked Midian. <laughs> <laughs> fake JR would be the first answer. <laughs> yeah, you would be good at that. Tony would be good at fake Scott Hall. You want to be fake Scott Hall? I feel no, I feel like Tony would be good at fake Scott Hall. He's got a good oh, yeah. jabroni. He's got a good uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean it just depends. Like if I'm being a fake like, do I just Am I just always them? Like, do I get yeah, them? Because I'll be fake Triple H tomorrow. He give me his money and all this shit he's doing. <laughs> You'd be a fake Hulk Hogan. You're good at his impression. Oh dude, no, no, brother, I don't want to be that. Oh, sorry. That's what you. That's what you're going to be, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Start doing his voice Johnny worse. Ace. Oh yeah, that'd be, be dope. Johnny Ace. I think I could be a fake Terry Gordy. <laughs> you, don't pretend I, like you don't know what the answer shut for yours the is fuck already. up man no <laughs> let me be terry gordy i don't want to be are, everyone with red hair later. <laughs> yeah he's not the let one. me he's be terry gordy <laughs> you know what the fuck you are bitch no! <laughs> you're the same height same hair oh, everything. i want to be terry gordy shut you up can't be terry gordy no damn it all right dude oh yeah tony yeah, could be fake aj man, styles yeah, all right cool <laughs> All right, cool, whatever. You could do oh, that. I'll be a fake RVD because I can say whatever. <laughs> and cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be fake JR. I, I would gladly be fake JR Boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who you be. Uh, fake Dave Meltzer. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right, well, I'm fake Terry Gordy. <laughs> no, you can't be. fake Heath Slater. You're ah! fake Heath Slater. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> I'll yeah, be whatever. fake Vince McMahon and close down WWE. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get his powers. That's not how it works. That's fucked up. Well, fake Diesel had the same powers. He has the same moveset as He had the same Diesel. powers as Kevin Nash, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he wore boo-boo. <laughs> yeah, he threw up the West Side. <laughs> I can want to be fake Conan 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fake Human Cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Well, thank you for joining us this week for Deadlock. Yeah. We're out of time. We got to get Can we get this out of the way real quick? What an episode. What happened? I don't know. Was last week's episode just too good? Is that what happened? I don't know. Well, Excalibur was gone, so that didn't help. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. It killed this show. Without Excalibur, oh my God. Yeah, he has that certain type of like energy. Yeah. He's the only one here that knows anything about this show, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think Taz did bad, though. Oh, no. I mean, Taz played into his character a lot, and I think it worked out good. And I think Taz is fired up. But the only person who knows anything about the show is Excalibur. Without Excalibur, everyone else is just talking. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It was rough. It was bad. This show. I mean, I, I think we were messaging touring it too, and you said something I completely agreed with. You were like, "This show feels like it just has no energy." Yeah, it just felt like they were going. Like it just felt like it was all over the place. Just they were just going and going and going, and no, yeah. no nothing means anything. They're just going and going and going. It's right. just like, oh man, because no one's putting it over. It's just like whatever. All right, get to the next. Yeah, it just shit happens. Yeah. 
Um, so we kicked it off. We had Inner Circle versus uh, Jurassic Express and Best Friends. Which um, they were named the Best Friends and Friends, which I liked. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, so they go into this match. I... I'm, I'm I'm sure you you might have liked it, but I just couldn't get into this. It, it was just like it, it was just. I'll doing be honest spots. with you, dude. I actually didn't like this match. Yeah, they were just doing um, shit. Which <laughs> like, I which I'm, I was pretty bummed about because I was like, oh man, I actually like am like I like all these guys. Me too. But there, it, it, there's a weird thing when they do these multi man matches. I don't know if it's a dynamite thing or maybe just in general. I just never thought of it. But like matches like this, like like this match, I felt was just kind of like whatever. It was just everyone doing the stuff that I've seen them mm-hmm. do already, yeah. and and then they went home. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, it felt like they just went out there and like did what they already do, and they didn't really. Right, they yeah, trying there was to go nothing anywhere. new. There was nothing like. I don't feel like it advanced anything. I it feel just like happened. it's always with Jurassic Express, though. I feel like always in their tag yeah. matches, like this. It's just something about them. You're it's right. Just like it they feels... are so directionless. They have, they mm-hmm. they are there. They are filling spots. They say, okay, we need a tag team to just fill this spot. We need a baby face team. Put out Jurassic Express, and they'll do a match. They'll do the Jurassic Express match. Yep. And we'll, it'll be it'll be good. And because I like they, these guys. I like yeah, Jungle Boy. Well, I like Luchasaurus. Yeah. It's just their their matches are good, but there's did, no substance to them. Did Luchasaurus' mask start falling off in this match? Well, according to Taz, his face fell off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well Taz, <laughs> which rules. I thought was a tremendous yeah. call. Um, <laughs> I thought that was tremendous. Tony said that Luchasaurus calls the tail whip the spinning lizard. Does he? Is that right? Well, he said Tony said he. He did the tail whip, and Tony said, he calls that the spinning lizard. And Taz said, yeah, that happened on my honeymoon. <laughs> he <laughs> did say that. Oh, that was great. Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> he took over for that one. <laughs> um, somehow, Taz actually, it was actually a funny delivery. So I'll hey, take you can that. call it whatever good. you call it. I call that to fucking swing my cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the end of this match here, Matt Hardy's music hits. Uh, my favorite part of this is that nobody actually knew it was Matt Hardy's music because I sure was Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. They're like, whoa, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Who is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt Hardy, on. who has dropped yeah. all of his gimmicks. He is no longer doing any of his gimmicks. According um, to him, yes. yes. Yes, he is doing none of those. Um, he attacked Sammy and pushed him off the top rope, um, which led to the finish, I believe, right? The spinning lizard. The spinning lizard that happened on Taz's honeymoon. <laughs> it is uh, called, and, the, and the result is called spinning lizard. Really? Yeah. That's fucking weird. It's the tail whip. You can call it whatever yeah, you want. Ta- tail whip is such a <laughs> dude. Tail whip is such a cooler name. Yeah. yeah spinning lizard. Go to hell. Uh, yeah. Spinning. <laughs> yeah. He hit. He hit Sammy with the. You can call it whatever you want. Boom. <laughs> call whatever you want. It's tail whip. Fucking spinning lizard. Uh, for the win. So I guess they're continuing or you know recontinuing the Matt Hardy and Sammy thing that uh was going on just before Sammy got suspended. Yeah. Um, so but if, if you guys didn't see, well, you guys probably mentioned it, but yeah. Matt Hardy is now. Just Matthew Hardy is like yeah. a thing he's never done before. He came out and did a YouTube video. He, and yeah, his about gimmick it. is I'm a human and I'm me and I'm shooting. Basically, cool. he said, I had all this cool shit planned, then the pandemic hit and there were no so fans. <laughs> so all this stuff I was doing, I didn't get a pop from the crowd. So fuck it. I'm going to be Matthew Hardy. I don't blame. I cannot say. Yeah, I yeah. can't blame him. Fuck it. I agree. Why not? Actually, I, I actually think you should, everyone should stop running fucking shows because this is yeah, I mean, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um. So they do so, this feud, uh, and they go to commercial right after that. Dude. Okay. After. <laughs> after they come back, they go to the commentary oh, table. No, no, I know <laughs> you're gonna say. <laughs> They go he, was, he was spicy tonight, table. dude. He was spicy tonight. He was pissed. He, 
he's on he's at commentary he says oh don't you know don't you we're here uh me taz and tony shivani we got our masks we're playing by the rules he holds up the mask <laughs> in his fucking hand you're supposed to wear it <laughs> and he throws it he throws the mask we got the he fucking mask oh yeah. Uh, yeah we got the we got your fucking mask you bitch shut <laughs> the fuck up Put the, like you're playing by the rules no you are not <laughs> not at all friend yeah that's rough um and i will say yeah. when they came back from commercial aew did show the city skyline i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that yeah i actually like that a lot here are all the corporation buildings thank you <laughs> yes thank you neat sold out with nobody there moxley <laughs> moxley cuts a promo he's been doing this a lot lately i think they're just pre-can yeah. joints he just got one backstage. On yeah. yeah. And he said, Ricky Starks, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then Taz goes on commentary and says, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Taz, I'll be honest. Taz, Taz kind of, he rules. And then uh, JR lets everyone know that later in the night, uh, Diamante will be taking on Hikaru Shida. Hikaru in that match was... Hikaru, Dickery, Doc. Hikaru, Dickery, Doc. Fuck these masks. <laughs> Uh, so we go into Cody's uh, weekly, I guess, title defense. He doesn't have one this upcoming week, so he dropped that real quick. Like, it's like a hot rock. He said, no more defenses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's enough for giving you guys what you want. Cody versus Warhorse. So they gave Warhorse his own Tron, his own music. He did his full gimmick, his full entrance. They didn't change a single thing about him, um, which is cool, good. I mean, that's, I, that's fine with me. Um, yep. I feel like it would have worked better with the crowd, as everything fucking would have. Ask Matt Hardy. Um, yep. <laughs> Matt Hardy's uh, got it right, man. He got it yeah, right. Matt Hardy's got the right idea. Don't yeah. bump for anybody that's not there. I, <laughs> hey, I got that same idea even when there is an audience. So Matt Hardy's yeah, got it right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, this uh, was the match. It's not the same as last week's match. I never expected it to be. Uh, Warhorse is fine. I'm not a you know big fan of his. I know he's solid. I know he can go. He obviously went here. They were fine. They did some stuff. Uh, Cody even let him like uh, counter the figure four like right away. Uh, Warhorse did like a cool double stomp on the floor. Um, but it was pretty just. It's pretty much just a regular match. Um, the one thing I thought was really weird is that they did a fucking superplex spot during the commercial. Yeah, what the hell was yeah. that? I don't. I don't know. That's a weird issue they have. I feel like something else happened later on in the show. Uh, with that too, they just think that I'm ever gonna watch picture in picture. Which fuck, no, I'm not because you're just gonna show me what happened during the commercial if it's important anyway. So why would I bother? Um, I will say I did like Warhorse reversing the figure four immediately, and then he started headbanging. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. That this was a lunatic. Cool. Yeah, um, uh, he tapped to the figure four though later on. So does everyone else. Well, um, there was how that do you one feel time. about that? Uh, I get it. I that's Cody how I is feel definitely. Too. Yeah, I get it. But Cody is definitely forcing this. Um, here's the thing, though. This match was... I feel like they had an idea for what this match was going to be. Um, and then it went out the window. I, I feel like whenever they decided to do this Matt Cardona thing after afterwards. Yeah. Um, I definitely think he's better than he showed in this match. And I think that whether they meant to or not, it sort of wasn't the right way to do this match. No. Um, but I'm glad they got especially on TV. What, especially with what happens after. I feel like it, it kind of threw away everything they tried to build with them. Yeah, and I, like I said, I don't know. I don't think they did it. I don't think they sabotaged this intentionally. No, not on purpose. No, I just they, they had. It was a <laughs> it it was a directionless thing that they booked in the first place, and it it ended up still having no direction uh, involving mm, wars. Yeah. So the Dark Order comes and attacks Cody after the match. 
Um, Warhorse cool. tries to save him, which was cool. Yeah. Um, he just pushes him away and gets his ass kicked. Yeah, they pretty much say, fuck off, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he gets saved by Zack Ryder, who is now Matt Cardonia, and he is from Strong Island. Yes. Uh, I So I'm uh, biased here because I'm a big fucking fan of him and Hawkins' podcast, the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, so I was happy to see him on there. Um, I, he's jacked, bro. He's zacked. He's very zacked. <laughs> yes, he's looking, looking bigger and tanner than Brian Cage. <laughs> That's crazy, ain't it? That's real crazy. It's, uh, it's probably because he's, <laughs> he's taller. It's probably because he's taller. It's probably because he eats um, one chicken breast and two asparagus a day. You're probably right. I mean, he is. He's uh, he, he eats a lot of Walmart steaks. He says, "Cool." Was that a lot of protein? Do go crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So yeah, Zack Ryder makes the save. He helps Cody, and uh, next week, I mean, they, we they announced later in the show, but it's going to be uh, Cody and uh, Matt against. Is it Reynolds and Silver? I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're um, actually going to go on TV and have a match. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, so I don't I I don't know if this is one hundred percent true, but I did read that Cardona's deal is a five appearance deal, so he's not signed signed. He's just signed for five appearances. So I don't maybe that'll take you um up us up to uh, all out or whatever we think all out is called. Oh, we'll <laughs> talk about that in a second. <laughs> we'll I uh, there, yeah. so they ended up signing Eddie Kingston, but they didn't during the show. Like he wasn't signed yet. He might he could have been. They just didn't announce it. Right. Um, I don't really know how the contract negotiations sure, went. Sure, yeah, I don't, yeah. But oh my God, did they have a moment here to make Eddie Kingston on this show? Oh my God, dude. If that was the guy that came and saved fucking Cody? I, I wrote down, I said, oh my God, they should have had Eddie Kingston come out and save Cody and then yes. beat the fuck out of Cody. <laughs> I said, that's exactly oh, that would have, that would have he been so bloodied good. the Yeah, he should have fucking yeah. bloodied him. That that I was like, man, they could have done. They could have had Zack Ryder do anything in the world, and it's still Zack Ryder debuts on Dynamite on the right. headline. They should have yeah. just had a promo, woo woo woo, backstage. It would have been fun. Anything <laughs> in the world, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would have ruled if it was Eddie Kingston. Oh, though. that's all oh, I've been thinking about been. since but, it aired. I mean, I'm over the fucking moon that Eddie Kingston has a contract with this fucking place. Um, I don't know where he's going to fit in. Obviously, they struggle to. Keep up with what they're already having. They put have him a lot against Moxley. Come on, just move. That just would move be amazing, right honestly. Yeah. yeah, they can make him a star immediately. He can be a heel. He can be a face. Eddie Kingston can do anything. So I, I'm not too worried about where the fiddleman. I hope he just isn't, you know, fodder for dark and just squat like fights dudes on dark all the time. He's definitely a guy that you need to have on TV. He can talk, fucking his. He can he can make anything money. Um, uh, so I hope. I hope they. I mean, I'm glad they signed him. I just, I hope they signed him with an idea. Yeah, I'm um, glad they signed him too. It's, I just has. They have so many people on their roster. They have like they 50 do. people, and they, they don't do. use a lot. Like, where's the hybrid too? Where I think they I read they have like 80 something people signed right now. Like, well, I guess I mean, wrestlers. obviously the pandemic is affecting it too. Like, yeah. some people just aren't coming in. Like, I feel like Angelico and Jack Evans are shoot in Mexico. Or yeah, I know yeah, they, they are. Gone, like, but it's like, even before then, they weren't being used. Right. Yeah, so, you have, I mean, they've dropped the fucking ball with them too, especially Jack Evans. Shout out to Jack Evans. So it's like a lot of people, like, I, I know that, like, I knew that Ryder was going to come in, like, he's yeah. friends and whatever, but it's like, don't overshadow the people that are there that are directionless and have nothing going on right now. Well, there's some of that later on in the show with another person that shows up. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into that soon. <laughs> Uh, so after that all happens with Zack Ryder and Cody and all that stuff, uh, they come out. Tony announces, God, this is weird. Tony comes out at the top of the ramp and goes, 
well, we're going to have <laughs> spectacular Saturday. And I said, what the hell does that mean? And then yeah. apparently it's all out. He goes, we're going to have spectacular Saturday coming up with all out. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what well, I have, I mean, Jericho interrupted him. So I, I don't know where the, but like spectacular Saturday. I thought they renamed the pay-per-view. And then we were talking about, I'm like, is this like an in your house thing? This is a spectacular Saturday all out. What the it hell is going on? fucking stupid regardless. Yeah. I have no clue. Uh, it'd be, yeah, uh, no. I, I, you know, petty thing here, but uh, renaming some of these pay-per-views probably wouldn't be a bad idea at this point. Yeah. A fighter fest three. <laughs> Fighter Fest 3, <laughs> Spectacular Wednesday. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, so Jericho comes out and Sammy Guevara and the rest of the inner circle. And uh, they cut a promo. And it's actually okay. It's actually pretty good. Jericho's still pissed about his orange jacket. Yeah. <laughs> He's very upset about this jacket. Uh, and they let Sammy talk for a little bit. He's talking shit about Matt Hardy. He calls Matt Hardy a son of a bitch. And Jericho says, well, what is son of a bitch in Spanish? And Sammy says, Son of El bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was tremendous. I love that bit between them. It's really good, actually. Jericho then announces in two weeks, August 12th, it'll be Chris Jericho taking on Orange Cassidy once again. And he said he sprayed demon orange juice all over <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, but then next week, uh, we will have a Jericho and Orange Cassidy debate with a special guest moderator. Um, which I won't spoil, but it has been spoiled for me. <laughs> have you two heard or no? No, I haven't seen anything. I'd okay. assume it'd be like Tyson or somebody or whatever. Tyson right? and Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Scott not, Steiner, please. I will not say. Uh, Let Scott Steiner be moderate. Is it good or bad? We can talk about it after if you like, but it'll be interesting. Okay. Anderson, I don't know. <laughs> Bobby <Okay>. Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's next week. Um, so after that, we have a FTR contract signing. I don't know. I, I saw something. Tony, Con like uh, they were, uh, one of the FTR guys was talking on Twitter about, you know, hey, when are we going to go to the tag shot? And Tony Khan replied, well, you ain't signed a fucking contract yet. So I don't know if that they just turned that into an angle or what. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I, I thought, feel like I thought was, that everything outside of Hangman was pretty. Why the fuck did they do this? It was strange. Uh, they said, you know, Arn, and Arn came in, too. So I guess they're really. I mean, I don't, I can't imagine they don't do Arn, FTR, and the Cody four as a thing. horsemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. For like with Sean uh, Spears. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> and Shout Tully, dude, this is gonna be the four horsemen. This is gonna be yeah. Tully and Arn and Cody and Sean Spears and the Dully yeah. Boys and Rico, <laughs> <laughs> Mongo, Mongo and Pepe. Michael. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> That's a four horseman uh, ride. Arn says, oh, you, you, Arn goes over the contract. He says, oh, you boys got your signing bonus? They said, yep. He said, all right, 10-second rule on double teaming. Uh, I got tag rope on here. So I guess these are things that they are require, they're requiring to have in their tag matches if they're going to sign a contract. Um, and one of the also all other things that they said that Tony Khan promised them was that on August 12th, uh, there will be a tag team appreciation night hosted by <laughs> FTR. Um, which is going to be the same episode of Jericho and uh, as Jericho and Cassidy, so that's going to be interesting. Tag team appreciation night. Um, They're going to have uh, Ricky Morton and them out there, I bet. Yeah, that's yeah. What I thought. Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, the Dudleys good. and have them get beat up by everybody. Oh, <laughs> that rule. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, um, then Hangman comes in, as you said. Uh, yes, this is the this rules. <laughs> yeah. Hangman dude, is awesome, dude. Everything he fucking does rules, man. It he's the best. 
Yeah. He I comes agree. in with a bunch of you know glasses and he's got whiskey <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, Arn, if you want one, you can have it, but I'm gonna have this one. <laughs> so he he pours all glasses. He pours uh, three glasses and then he fills his to the top with whiskey. <laughs> Just tremendous. He starts drinking and he's like, oh, I poured a little too much. They try to like cut away from the segment. He's still drinking. And he's like, hmm, I poured too much. <laughs> this is great. awesome. Yeah, he is yeah. incredible, man. He gets it. He's really, he has really gotten good. I'll say it every fucking episode. He Dude, is I, incredible. I, I can't wait for crowds to be back for the pop he fucking gets, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So after that, we have Dark Order versus Hangman and Kenny. And it's for the tag team titles, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Right. So uh, Anna Jay is out there. And Tony goes, hey, is that Anna Jay? And JR immediately under his breath goes, well, how did I miss that? <laughs> what the? <laughs> and that's before it cuts to commercial break. So it's like JR is like saying under his breath, like, how did I miss that? Why is Anna Jay just wearing the bunny's outfit? I it's can't believe Allie's they're doing this, outfit. dude. Yeah. I can't believe they're, they're just going like, uh, yeah, I don't know who the hell the bunny was, but anyways, this is the bunny too. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> They're really never going to mention that ever. That's crazy. Um, I like this match. I also I don't know if Uno's been like dropping a little weight. He looked a little smaller here to me, so I was like, oh, he oh, has, dude. Cool. He's been getting in shape. He looks good. Yeah, he does look good. Um, Stu, Stu, fucking Grayson. <laughs> don't call me Dick. He definitely he dropped. He said, "Don't call him Dick Grayson in the match." <laughs> This if you listen to this podcast, we are the guys that invented that. We are the first people that ever said, Steve, don't call me Dick Grayson. No one else ever said it before me. That is true. Oh, also, uh, Hangman's uh, nameplate said, uh, didn't like that white wrist tape. Because <laughs> last week it said, try it on white wrist tape. Um, so I like this match. This was fine. Um, just, uh, it went kind of, I don't know. I, I said I, this I match was okay. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I want to say I feel like it went long, but I don't think it went long. It's just something, I don't know. Just I no wrote here. fucking matches. Damn, the Dark Order look like jabronis again. Dude. Yeah, they I do. I mean, we can we can just go to the end of this if you want. I mean, there was a lot of, there was some cool stuff in this, though. Um, the they young did all the were spots watching you the think crowd. they're going to do. Yeah. Um, oh, Dark Order did a fucking, it was like an electric chair toss into a power bomb yeah. it was so, it was something fucking weird yeah uh yeah. Stu grayson did a fucking he got like irish whipped by kenny and then just dove over the corner like holy <laughs> shit that shit rules uh but yeah kenny and hangman win with the last call uh no, pissed. no no it's no no you can't no 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 y'all gotta come with a better name than that come on give me a break hey, man. i saw i saw dax harwood on twitter the other day say this clothesline is the meat hook all right, guys, you're getting a little too crazy. You can't just take he that. He also, I think he posted a picture of the tag team pile driver they do, and he said, you can call whatever you want. <laughs> oh. They gave up, just whatever, just call it whatever. All right, Taz, all right, Taz, I see you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they, uh, they went with the move that they do. Buckshot lay a V-trigger combo. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, not the um, last call. And Brody uh, is pissed off. He tells Colt and Anna Jay to leave, much to JR's annoyance because he did not want Anna Jay to leave. <laughs> He said, that makes me angry. <laughs> oh, I miss that. Shut up. Shut uh, up. Shut Bro up. Bro <laughs> Brody is pissed. It's Stu Grayson and Uno lost. Brody, uh, you know, I mean, James, you know this. Uh, big BTE guy. The the bit that they always do on BTE with Brody where he throws papers at Uno's head. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he wore a helmet on one episode. He did. He did. He did wear a helmet I don't on know. Uh, yeah. How do you guys night? think that I do not watch BTE? 
This is I'm one of my s- favorite shows on YouTube. Listen, I know you watch BTE. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry about it. I'm just exactly. saying. Exactly. But he did, he, did, he did that on this show. He threw papers at Uno's face. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no helmet. Uh, and then uh, a bunch of spooky perverts come out from the crowd surrounding the ring. They got the number advantage. The odds could not be any more in their favor, gentlemen. The Dark Order have so many so cl- fucking people. Yeah, clearly they're going to look good. It's going to be a great segment. They're going to get over. They they're going to stand tall, right? Get in the, they go to get into the ring to beat up Kenny and Hangman. But for the second time on this show, somebody comes out and interrupts a Dark Order beatdown and fucking beats up the Dark Order. The second time on this show. If you listen, I understand they're a mid card act. I get it. All right. I under I'm totally okay with it now. I've accepted that that's what they are, and I'm cool with it, and they've been doing well with it. But two times on this show, you jabroni these guys? <laughs> Why would anyone fucking take them as a threat if they what just is- get beat up all the time? What's the heat here? Who who yeah. who is getting heat on who here? Because it ain't no one getting the Dark Order is not getting no heat for nothing here. No. Yeah, I don't like, know. They they're just a big uh, plot device for every feud. It's just like they're just there to push this forward, <laughs> and then that's they it. They are the heel Jurassic Express. Ah, that's <laughs> pretty good analogy. It's, it's, it sucks though because they have direction. They they do cool stuff with them. We've seen it. They you know the the unit stuff. But like if they never get. It, it, you stack the odds in their favor and they always fail. What, like, I, and the, you know, I get it. The Dark Order thing is, you know, it's a bunch of losers. You know, it's a losers and Brody's, but like, uh, why would anyone join the Dark Order if everyone sucks? It reminds me of that thing with, uh, when Brody said, who said it? Moxley, maybe, that everything in WWE could be better. That's how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> About the Dark Order. <laughs> yeah, it could be like, it's, Imagine if they did this with the Ministry. Like, they're so cool oh and whatever, God, yeah. and they just get beat up. And the Ministry like, got fucked up, too, but the Ministry whooped a lot of fucking ass before they got beat up, too. You need and they a only night got, where they the Dark Order like, win. Stone Cold. Yeah. yeah, you have to have, like, a night where Dark Order has, like, three matches. They win them all. They stand tall. They look good. And, like yeah, I'm not saying, like, you know... I think they have the cold Dark feet Order from that the... one time where they, like, let them in the main event, get the beat down for the show ended, and, like, everyone yeah. was like, this sucks. So I think they're, they just have cold feet Maybe. on it. I think that's probably it, honestly. At this you, point, the only person looking good is Brody Lee. He's the only one that can ever even win matches. Yeah, right. And I mean, even then, I feel like he don't even look great most of the time. Like, no, he, he, I, I mean, he's <laughs> how many recruits can he have where they all suck? Yeah, I don't feel like anyone looks good out of this. I mean, you, you could take the Dark Order out of the equation. Boom, non-factor. Not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the Brody Lee and John Moxley match was a good match because it's Brody Lee and John Moxley yeah, had right. nothing to do with the Dark Order. So, like, sure. I mean, yeah, I don't think any of them have come out looking better from any of this. No, and it, it's any a of shame. them were so, smart. Well, Colt Cabana, so, I guess, but I mean, but even then. But I mean, in kayfabe, he comes out better, but he doesn't look. Oh yeah, I mean, he was on commentary, and I don't remember a word he said really on commentary. No, I mean, he was try- he was like uh, that was the one thing I did like about uh, that. I mean, like I said, I, I did enjoy the match. Um, but uh, Cabana on commentary was like half. It, it sounded like somebody that was being brainwashed. At like he was saying, uh, and he was talking, you know, saying, "Oh, it's a good time to join the Dark Order." And I think Tony was like, "Are you in the Dark Order?" He said. Uh, no, you know, I'm not. No, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I guess I, I do like Colt's thing where he's kind of like, oh, yeah, they're great. Like, I, right, I, yeah. I picked up a win because I hung out. He's very naive. Naive Colt Cabana. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the way to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, as I said, FTR come out. Fucking cooler, Brody. I love the cooler spot. I will say I do like the cooler. I liked it once, and then they did it again, <laughs> and now I don't like it anymore. I like I because it, it shit blows up everywhere. I think it looks cool. It was cool know. the first time, and then that's fair. We'll see it again. I'm anyway, sure. Dark Order gets fucking jabronied. Cool. <laughs> cool. Whatever. What an interesting just mid of this show here. So we move on from that to the one women's thing of the night that we will yeah. always get. Just the one, nothing else. Hikaru Shida versus Diamante, who won on a small package last week against someone who's not signed. Uh, yeah, this just didn't click whatsoever. I didn't write anything about this match. I wrote that Shida won. I wrote. I just wrote that it didn't click at all. I, I just don't think they ever really got it. I together. don't. Yeah, no, no, they got no. There was just uh, they. It, I mean, it happens. I, sure, um, it just wasn't great. It at all. sucks, man, because it's exactly like we were like, okay, you know, if you're gonna give them one match, give them some time. And they gave us a bit of time, but it was the wrong match to give it time. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, the story that they were running here was Diamante's got heart. You know, she's going to fight through. Um, sure. She's supposed to kick out the end of the Falcon Arrow. It's going to be, like, that's her moment in this match is her resilient going through Hikaru Shida, who's beaten everybody with the Falcon Arrow. Um, yeah. So she kicks out of it. Uh, but the problem here is that, oh, would you look at that? The only person who knew what Hikaru Shida's finish is was Excalibur. <laughs> Nobody else knows that. Uh, it was actually incredible because oh, they didn't even call shit. it a Falcon Arrow. They just said it was like he's like, look at that delayed suplex, and then he, she did it into the Falcon Arrow. It's like, oh, with the slam. Oh, was that a Michinoku driver? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is going on? Commentary yeah. had no clue what the women's champions finishes, who she's beating everybody with. Damn she near. I mean, yeah. 20 different matches this year. Not only that, but the combo of the Falcon Arrow and the knee is like, that's how she's won so much shit. She, the finish was to establish that Diamante kicked out the Falcon Arrow, but lost the Tamashi no three count. Okay, first right. of all, I knew they weren't going to know the Tamashi no three count because they sure. don't even know what the fucking Falcon Arrow is. So I was <laughs> like, okay, commentary failed this match. I mean, they didn't do, I mean, this just wasn't, it didn't click. It wasn't a great match by any means, but no. the one spot that is supposed to get Diamante over, they failed. Because yeah, no just, yeah, one they, they knew what it as a regular was. move. That was just so bad. Yeah, at the end yeah. she hit it, and then she hit, and then she hit the fucking the Tamashina three guns like her her like big finish. Like that's like right. oh, if Falcon Arrow doesn't work, okay, then I'm gonna fucking knee you in the face. Right. So that's supposed to be her big thing. And well, guess what? They had said, well, that was a knee to the face, and the <laughs> champion wins again. And that's it. I was like, man, what the fuck? Like, you guys are yeah. not even trying. This is just embarrassing. I wrote, I just wrote here, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, and it doesn't get any better after this. They did do a thing with Britt Baker for a minute uh, where she sent a note to Tony and then she cut a promo saying she has something to say regarding Big Swole. Uh, she said, I know Swole is in the women's tag tournament uh, and I, you know, I know you want me, but she said, I'll only give you a shot at me if you beat an opponent of my choice. So I guess that's next week. I don't know, or whenever that is. I don't know when. I don't know when Britt's gonna be back. So, I imagine it's gonna be Rebel. Shout out to Rebel. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to the dude as still. Shout out to uh, the. So they go backstage and they're drawing for the Lethal Lottery, the Deadly Draw. What is this called? The Deadly Draw. It is draw. the Deadly the Draw, ball. which is taking place on YouTube. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? Like, <laughs> like. I hope we're wrong. Like, I hope I'm wrong. But from all accounts, I, I feel like I've seen it uh, multiple places that it's taking place on YouTube and not just the draft part. What the fuck? It's, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube for sure. But wh why? I, 
What are they going to do on TV then for the women? We, we still don't. I still don't understand Nala Rose and Vicky Guerrero. No, I still don't like it either. So they're backstage, and she pulls her color card because they're gonna. You, you, yeah, you pull colors from this thing, uh, and she got the color purple, and she said, "Oh, I wonder who's gonna be my tag partner." Well, someone's already pulled the color purple, and it's Cameron from WWE. Is is the purple? Yes. Um. Um. I like. I'm trying to find the words for this. I can't say I, I. I just don't get it. I guess. I mean, you could have like if you're gonna if you want Cameron on, that's fine. Um, I heard she was like working uh to get back you know and do an indie run before all the fucking pandemic shit happened, which cool. I mean, maybe it would have went well. I know she was on the Effie show that I was gonna go to. Uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. All, yeah, yeah. We were gonna go um, to which it, which I was like, okay, that's cool. I you know I was I was kind of looking forward to seeing what she could do. Like I don't know if yeah. she. I, I imagine she's been training and stuff, so that's cool. Um. D- uh. Did we somehow forget along the way uh uh what Ny- like Nyla Rose's like whole character? Like did we just I assume I assume that-, that she just lays Cameron out and they lose. I assume. It, right, cuz wh- why Okay, the Vicky thing was weird enough, right? Like we've uh, we've talked about that thoroughly that the yeah. that she doesn't need Vicky. D- <laughs> I why does she need this either like is this are they trying to throw something in the wall and see if it sticks is that what it is like what because what else would this be because unless she kills cameron what what are you doing here i don't think yeah i don't exactly know what they're trying to do with this division i don't think they know what they're trying to do with this division it's kind of sucks how does how does this company that when they first started said that the women's division was going to be a very integral part to their their product have the worst booked women's division i'm not talking about talent i'm talking about how do they yeah. have the worst because god damn they have the talent oh my god they, yeah. have, they have talent in droves but they have the worst booked women's division in the entire west how it's very weird that's listen, crazy I, I hope i listen if it turns out that nyla and cameron and somehow fucking awesome and cameron's sick as hell i'm all for it i still don't but even then i still don't think nyla needs to be a part of this at all I didn't even have, yeah, I didn't write, I had nothing negative to say about the camera thing. I just, this is, I just said, okay. Like, I didn't, yeah, I have, that's I have right. not positive. Like, Nyla's arch enemy is her partner now. That's, would have probably been better. I mean, I know that's a wrestling thing, you know what I mean? Like, that's. Yeah. Right, but that makes more sense. Do we know who else is in this fucking thing? Anna J. Is she in it? She was uh, on the Brandy trailer. and the Bunny are a team apparently, right? I heard, I read that, and I, I that can't be true. Yeah, there's Why no not? way. Why not? could just pick out who That can't wants. be true that they're doing a lethal lottery, and one of the teams is a team that just started teaming. They I'm can't sure. do they're that. They're going to win no. it all. And they're going to no. win the whole thing, and they're they going to have can't. the cup, and they're going to hold it high. And... If they do that, everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> all right? I hope That's so, how I feel please. about it. Yeah, I mean, I saw something. Um, you know, I think a lot of people know Cameron from where she tried to pin Naomi with her back. Uh, an that's probably I'm, that's probably i mean to be completely honest well it's either that or the what, melina alicia fox thing yeah melina Ali, yeah her best moments are something the, the alicia fox and melina thing and then the back pin on naomi hey man, but you know what not for nothing shout out to the funkadactyls one time that's untrue shucky ducky quack quack <laughs> cameron on the uh i mean she i saw her do a i don't remember it was some reality tv show i guess she did but like i thought it was cool that like she 
like they started shitting on wrestling and she was like shut up motherfucker you don't know shit about this yeah. business i was like oh shit that's kind of dope i, I Listen, thought it was I, cool because a lot of people come in and they're just like you know whatever and then yeah absolutely i mean you can tell she's a fan too because why the fuck would she come back to this bullshit? <laughs> yeah why would you come back to take bumps unless you like wrestling yeah but, exactly. so she I mean, and maybe she'll do well but i still don't think her and i just don't think nyla needs to be in anywhere near this fucking thing is this just a t i was just thinking is this just a past time until the pandemic's over is that pretty it's much got, what it is? It's got to be, right? Because they, they are seemingly very lost with this division. Because they're, they're going to they hold that cup up, do a, do a yeah, yearly tournament. What the fuck tournament? does the cup get you? What does the cup get you? Is it just a tournament for, for the second well, it's tournament? Just like the it's just like the Battle Bowl, man. You didn't get nothing. You just won the so, Battle yeah. Bowl. <laughs> you that's are true. the Battle Bowl winners. Yeah, that's all it was. Um, Which is exactly what I think. I was surprised they didn't use the name, honestly. I don't feel like WWE has that trademark. They like, probably do. I doubt it. I can't. I can't imagine them re up re up in the battle. They stuff for fun. They're gonna trademark <laughs> DPW in a minute. Fuck. <laughs> so after we go from that, we go to MJF, and he is doing a state of the industry pro uh, promo. What what is this? State of wrestling address. Okay. Um, I didn't write. I down thought the presentation here. was cool. Him coming out and all the signs and stuff. I liked to him having like a cabinet. I guess it's you know we're we're getting around that time, so we're gonna have a lot of election bullshit in our wrestling, which I love. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um. So um. Huh. Uh I feel like a lot of people like this, and that's yes. great. Um, because I I guess you know I I get the MJF thing. You know I can um. There's there's stuff that he does that I enjoy. Um, he can talk. I give him that much. That dude. Yes, I mean, he can definitely talk. Um, and when he was talking and... about when he was talking about Moxley in this, I thought that was I thought he did the Moxley parts of this promo. I enjoyed because yeah, I think good, okay, cool. That sets up for him and Moxley in the future. I'm fine with that. Everything else, I think, was super fucking taggy. Uh, this this was literally a Jim Cornette promo. God, he... I could I could feel him sucking his dick in this promo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh he my is... god. This is just He is too good of a talker to be doing the fucking boring generic heel shit that he does. He's too yeah. good for that. He he's so much better than that. He doesn't need to do it. It does like and you know I get it. You heal heat and all that. You're going to heal heat in front of fucking who? <laughs> like there's nobody there. <laughs> so the boys are booing. I, I feel like he was one step away from ins insulting the fucking Jaguars or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, yeah, this is because of you just, people. You don't. He doesn't need to do it. It's so like I thought. Like the parts that he talked about Moxley were like I thought those were really good. And then everything else was just like heel, boring heel stuff. Like no, don't do that. Stop it. Just be bad guy. So next week on Dynamite, we have the Dark Order of Alex Reynolds and John Silver taking on Cody and Matt Cardona. Um, we have an MJF update. <laughs> okay. <laughs> update. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have FTR, the Young Bucks, Hangman, and Omega taking on the Dark Order of Brody, Uno, Stu, Cabana, Five, and whoever the fuck the other guy is. Six, ten, eleven, seven. I don't know what his seven, fucking name was. Seven. Uh, seven, seven, seven. <laughs> Which I feel like it's just the first match that we saw on this show with another. It's it's they went from a fucking five man to a six man. I don't think it's gonna make it any better. It's the heel. Uh, Jurassic Express. They gotta get that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Um, and uh, Jericho and Orange Cassidy will have a debate, and we find out one more match after this main event. 
Uh, yeah, so we have John Moxley and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Rick Starks. I'm going to start calling him Rick Starks. Dude, grow what up. The fuck, <laughs> what the fuck was the beginning of this fucking match? What was Taz this? Is, okay, so by the way, the Taz standing behind Brian Cage thing. That's what another was cornet. That? That's another cornet thing. That's they're definitely listening to that podcast. Oh, I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand that at all. Yeah, I, I was told that that that's a cornet said that he should stand behind Cage because he oh. it makes him look bigger or something. They're just okay. this is, whole show was basically a dedication to Jim Cornette. Cool. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, other than that, Taz was pretty good here. He said, "Where's your skateboard, buddy?" He said, "What?" Well, started yeah. the fucking shit out on Leslie. <laughs> I like the, the Taz part, but then they gave Ricky Starks the mic, and I feel like he talked forever. Oh, he had a lot to say about nothing. That's for sure. Yeah, he was he was sly talking, but he had a lot to say about nothing. Well, uh, so they they cut to Taz and Cage and Starks because Moxley came out and Darby Allen was not there with him. That's what. So it was it was they cut this like five minute fucking promo to set out with to, to pretty much set up Cage and Starks going to the stage and then Darby Allen doing the coffin drop off the stage onto doing the chocolate drop. Actually, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> so. But other than that, I thought this match was super nothing. Yeah, it was. Other than the, the end, finish. The finish was nuts. Ooh. Oh, my God. Skip, it was good. Let's get right to that, honestly. Um, so. Oh, wait, wait. Well, there was did, one part oh, during the match couple, real quick. Yeah. Well, there was there was one part on commentary. It really had nothing to do with the match. Um, but Taz said, hey, you see that move there, JR? And JR got super fucking pissed off. And then Taz basically said, shut uh-huh. the fuck up and call the match then. Because <laughs> <laughs> JR, he said, you see that move, JR? And JR said, yeah, I saw the move. And he said, well, then shut the fuck up and call the match then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cage oh, yeah. also nearly like killed Darby by not catching him on a dive. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I feel like um, no one wants to catch Darby. Oh, this was the other commercial thing I was talking about. Cage does a power bomb power slam combo during the commercial. <laughs> the picture picks the Frito Lays. What the fuck are you doing? Get your Popeyes biscuits while he's doing the power bomb power slam. Wow, fucking know. unbelievable, <laughs> dude. Uh. Mox killed Cage with a pile driver at one point. It looked kind of cool. They did a double Alabama slam to Moxley onto a trash can. Um, Wait a minute. Is that? That's Bob Holly's move. That's Bob Holly's move. Bob Holly's move. Bob Holly's move. Is that the Alabama slam? There was another. Uh, Moxley caught Darby like out of the air when Cage tried to buckle bomb Darby. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, then Moxley and Darby did a paradigm shift coffin drop combo. I was like, that should have been the finish. <laughs> you know, well. But then the real finish, yeah. which I was very, very happy about. Darby Allen. Dude, this must have been a receipt, right? Like, this must have been like... That's what listen, I, mean. yeah. I said. Is this a receipt? <laughs> Darby and him... Like, Ricky must have been like, listen, bro, I'm sorry. You can do whatever you want this weekend. Yeah, had to Darby be. said, bet. <laughs> Darby. Goes outside the ring and gets a skateboard with thumbtacks on it. He climbs the top rope. And not only does he dive off and double stomp this fucking skateboard into Ricky Stark's back. He pretty much grinds off of his back. (laughs) And the fucking thumbtacks stick in this dude. And you can see as Darby is pinning Ricky that he is fucking in so much pain like i believe that that leg shake was like he was genuinely fucked yeah i'm surprised that that. he was able to stay down for that yeah i was like that's actually pretty like professional like that was cool yeah that was a fantastic finish he got fucked up real bad i really like that so they uh the you know moxley and darby get the win here and then uh they're celebrating and darby turns around he stares at mox and he points at the championship. And on commentary, they announce next week, 
John Moxley defends the AW Championship against Darby Allen. I am psyched for that one. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, I think. Yeah, I've loved Darby's their first match, and I think this one's going to fucking rule too. Yeah, I hope I hope that they get a good amount of time and they really do something cool with this. I imagine there's a fuck finish. Yeah, more than likely. MJF? Yeah, maybe. Something like that, yeah. Let's take a look at the Apple ratings. As you guys Ooh. know, we hit 450. We actually hit 455. Five yeah, you guys Ooh, went a little crazy this go. week. Thank you guys very much. So we're going to set a goal for 500 five-star ratings Ooh, for our next giveaway. 500. Uh, we had a couple of uh, written reviews, too. One from Sir Butterbottom, who said, oh. This podcast is an all-timer. These big boys know how to run a fun and interactive podcast that gets better with each episode. Constant laughs and so many inside jokes and bits that you lose count within one episode. 10 out of 10, a must listen every week. Can't wait for the first DPW show in the Budokan. Oh, same. You <laughs> damn right. Our, uh, does he mean our first show the first ever show is going to be in the Budokan or just the first Not one we run the first one we ever do. The first one we ever do. Pervy Sage said, I hate Mondays. Unless the boys are back in town. Hey, that's my guy. And Kingdoms said, five star, five star, five star podcast. What's up, boys? Just got to say, listening to this podcast at 2 a.m. has nearly woken my family up three times because of how hard you make me laugh. (laughs) I've been starting to text random black snow quotes to my friends and they've shown visible confusion. (laughs) Really? (laughs) This podcast has helped me blow some steam since it's been tough for me mentally for months now. Thank you guys for putting a smile on my face through these hard times. Thank you so much for the very nice review. That's so awesome. Thank you. Stop fucking waking up your family, though. (laughs) Yeah. And text us the Black Snow Boots. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, you going everywhere. You going deadlock, redlock. I don't care. I'm like, no. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps up everything we're going to talk about this week. Uh, yeah. I think we're about done here. So thank you for listening to Deadlock episode number 49. Oh, my God. We are God. three episodes away from our year in climax. <laughs> 